The following program contains spoilers for every single series currently running in weekly shown in Jump. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> Welcome back to Oracle. Episode 25. Which which weekly shonen jump issue are we we're on, talking about we're today? We're on issue 33 of wow. 2022. Yeah, there's been a lot of a lot of shonen jump already. How'd you like this issue? Ah, I didn't I didn't do the average. Wait, let me okay. check. Um, it was okay. It wasn't mm-hmm. that good. There was one chapter that I, I really loved, and then everything else was like, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was yeah. okay. It wasn't very good. It was okay. barely good at all. Mm-hmm. It was okay. Okay. Anyway, I'm Chris Fine, and I'm here with Maxi Berger. So uh, shall we get into it? Talk about this this uh, cover we got going? Uh, yeah. Just one word in advance. Um, This week... One Piece, no one piece still, still Ruby Dragon and Hunter X Hunter are on hiatus. <laughs> it's funny and that you feel like you still have to say Hunter Hunter is on hiatus. I do because it's coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be back. Um, also, oh, what we're not One Piece and Ruby is... Dragon are back next week, correct? Correct. Awesome. What we're not be. reading is Mission Yozakura Family. High school family, Mashal, and Unnet Unluck. And uh, Black Clover, which is, which to say, is I also on hiatus. High school family. Yeah, I did say that. Oh, I thought you only said Mashal and uh, no. High School Family and Yuzukura Family. No, no. Anyway, I did read who's, High who's School this Family. On the cover? Is, that, is that supposed to be all for one? Uh, wait, huh. Hmm. I hadn't even thought about that. Maybe it is. Who else would it be? <laughs> It probably is. I'm just mm-hmm. really not used to him not looking like a potato. I know it's it's so different. Um, yeah, zooming in, they they make sure to keep his face very in shadow, uh, but it almost looks like he's wearing one of those uh, gimp masks, like the guy from uh, Annie's Lobby. Oh, yeah, I thought you were going to say Tokyo Ghoul, but no, sure. I've watched one episode of Tokyo Ghoul, and that's it. Somebody told me. Um, it's like a more pop shonen Dora Hedora, and I watched one episode, and I'm like, no, it's nothing like that. <laughs> the only similarity yeah. is there's people with masks. I have uh, read Chojin X, and mm-hmm. um, that it doesn't really feel like Dora Hedora either. In fact, it's really unhinged, and I'm not sure if, uh, if that also has been the case in Tokyo Ghoul, because Chojin mm. X is the new series by the author, okay. and Chojin X, X is just completely nuts. Yeah, I feel like not necessarily in a good way, by uh, the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think before I said that um, I felt that there was some similarity between the devils in Chainsaw Man and the um, what do you call them? The cursed spirits in Jujutsu from Jujutsu Kaisen. Kaisen, and then likewise, I feel like um, Chojin X. It's got some similarities there with uh, One Punch Man, the monsterification. 
where it's oh. like you'll become a monster that yeah if you get injected you you'll gain powers that are usually uh, related to something that you have a weird obsession with. Right. Also, I would say it, it has the same kind of like when in in, De in Chainsaw Man, when somebody's like the war devil or the whatever devil, mm -hmm. then in, in the Children X, bird. you can also only be there. Apparently, there's only like one snake Children mm. and one uh, uh, vulture Chojin, for example. Which is weird because it makes sense in One Piece how there's different models of each of the animal-themed fruit powers because there's so many, you know, various species of everything. Well, the thing with uh, One Piece powers is that all of them have to be a devil fruit that always has to follow the uh, onomatopoeic um, rhythm of the naming convention. All of them mm. have to be like Gomu gomu, bara bara, mogu mogu, <laughs> yeah. sube sube. It always has to be these two uh, syllables because that's how mm. a Japanese onomatopoeia works. And um, with Japanese animals, that's usually very easy because most animals also have um, a name that's a word that's two syllables, mm -hmm. like inu inu, neko neko, yeah. uh, ushi ushi. But the thing is, Oda mm, started off um giving some animals no specific form so basically uh there's there's only one horse for instance mm -hmm. speed and <laughs> no that's a fake that's a fake fruit really. yeah do you know who the horse who is the horse is? it's the bird that gunfall is riding on in sky oh. island oh right because it, it's like a pegasus but then it's really dorky looking when it goes into yes. its, its real mode, regular mode. Um, and also, Chopper is the only human, like, mm -hmm. regular human. human he doesn't have a model. Um, but at the same time, when he started out with introducing Zoan um, Devil Fruits, he also introduced uh, the. I think the first one he actually introduced was Dalton in mm. the same arc that Chopper uh, appears ah, in. And right. he immediately said it's model bison. So he yeah. probably always had this in mind. But I think in some cases he was very wasteful. <laughs> like saying well, now that you, have, you have different models and you know, you can change stuff. Yeah, you know, but like can... just just having one horse? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean one human? Mm-hmm. Always yeah, has to so be many kinds of uh, horses. What if you got like a um the human fruit but it's the model hobbit? <laughs> Yeah, that would really be tiny. bad. Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't be, wouldn't be one, useful for combat. In one SPS, he explained that if you are a normal human and you eat mm -hmm. the, human the human fruit, fruit. then nothing happens and okay. you just lose the ability to swim. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You don't become a superhuman or something like that. Nah. How disappointing. Well, I guess I wonder... I wonder if you could still use the rumble ball on yourself. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, that would be like a secondary thing, right? Yeah. Because technically, doesn't that work with, with anybody with a Zoan fruit? The rumble ball? We've only been shown uh, Chopper to mm -hmm. do that. But oh, okay. But... I wouldn't rule it out that it's a Zoan thing. So, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Anyway, up at the top are these new toys being sold. We're going to look at those later okay, on. Okay, we'll look at them later on. Very interesting. All right.
Anyway, uh, first manga we got is My Hero Academia. The big color spread. There's so many. All Why is everyone the... wearing red? Is it a holiday? Uh, no, it's no? just the 8th anniversary. Okay. Wow. I eighth. suppose it was... I suppose it was just uh, a choice to keep everybody on the same mm-hmm. theme, but I don't remember if he had anything about the seventh and the th- sixth and all the other anniversaries. So maybe all out. of them had a different. Maybe mm-hmm. all of them had a different color theme. Yeah, yeah maybe it's going. Uh, it's going up the <laughs> the visible spectrum. <laughs> What's most interesting is that he really. In- Included all of the characters mm-hmm. that uh, are all the warriors. Some um, of some relevance. Mm-hmm. For instance, he even included the best character at the bottom, in the in the middle. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, the uh, the Pokemon looking girl. What's her name? Uh, so far, she's only called um, regular bystander A or something like that. <laughs> regular bystander. What a name. That's something for you to search on all the fan art sites. <laughs> I would recommend... Mm, it's not that hard. But I would recommend, if you, like anybody, uh, go on a, a little searching mm-hmm. uh, It's like, where's Waldo? your favorite hero character? Where your favorite character is. I found all of my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. I found regular bystander A. <laughs> I found... Um, What's his name? The 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 gentleman guy who who uh mm-hmm. who was doing the Bellamy bullshit, but in a better way. Oh, I don't remember. What was his power? Oh, right, his power was that he could turn surfaces into elastic stuff. So mm-hmm. basically, kind of like Hisoka from Hunter x Hunter, but oh, uh, okay. using yeah. it in a way that uh, he, uh, Bellamy was doing. Yeah, Hisoka could also uh, summon. Stretchy stuff, right? As well he could as do it in the stuff. air. He could turn yeah. the air stretchy. So that's how he could form trampolines in, in yeah. midair to propel himself. I found Lady Nagan. I found mm-hmm. Mirko. So of course, I'm I'm good basically. I'm I I got all of my favorites. Wait, where's Lady Nagan? I don't see her. Top left, next to Lemillion. Oh, in the back. Where's yeah. uh, where's Mirko? Oh, there Mirko she is. Mirko is in the middle, yeah, on the top, top. middle. And Good all times. of the villains are also there. What's interesting is in the bottom left, I forgot the mm-hmm. name of the um, the classmate, the one who has like weird uh, alien anatomy. Oh, the, the, the acid wears girl? a mask. And, no, no, no. The, the one who has a weird mask and his hair is kind of like a... Oh, that guy who's got like extra arms or something? Yes. I forget his name. Uh, yeah. he's, in, he's in the bottom left um, getting getting uh, piggybacked mm-hmm. by... Um, what's his name? Mind control guy. Yeah, the, the guy with the villain power. He's like, I want to be um, a hero. Okay, now look at Bakugo and look at his uh-huh. left knee. Uh huh. Who's under? Oh wait, is that the same guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they drew him twice. What That's an funny. Wait, is it really? It's slightly different. It's got I, one point of hair sure there. Three points sure there. All right. Well, you hear, heard it here first. I don't know who else it could be. I'll ask. I'll ask Reddit later. Oh, and there's the principal. He's there too. 
Yeah, next I to don't best. Like... Oh, there's a mistake here. Hmm? Is um, mistake. he didn't he didn't texture best genus suit as if it's made of denim. It's red denim. But the rest of the suit doesn't have the right texture. Maybe it's just too small to tell. Maybe yeah, maybe it's the Japanese version with the dynamic text on it. Yes. The hope we grabbed mm. uh, connecting it to the future. Very nice. So, how did you like this chapter? This is, uh, so last last week, or was it two weeks ago? Has it been two weeks? Uh, for Hero Academia? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so last last time, Bakugo unleashed his, his super attack on Shigaraki, and uh, this time we get to see what, what happened with it. Um... It was a good chapter. It was all right. Uh, the beginning made me think of something. So we get all the people who are like under the school doing all the support, and we get shown the business students who are recording everything to broadcast yeah. it. And they're like, yeah, we got to do advertising for heroes. And I'm kind of like, ah, it's, it's too bad that there weren't any characters from that side who are like more prominent, who could have been doing the commentary on previous battles and stuff. Yes, nice, that's, a, yeah. uh, that's a huge missed well, opportunity. There, yeah, in they general, could have created a... Um, <clears throat> what's the name? Speedwagon. Could have had their own speedwagon in this series. Yeah, in but general, yeah. I would say that uh, we know there is multiple classes in UA, mm -hmm. and for some reason, from the Senpai classes, we only get to see three characters. Mm -hmm. And the big I mean, three. that kind of, shouldn't that make you question where everybody else is? Because only those yeah. three ever get to mingle with uh, this huge battle. And this is a this yes. is a war that needs all hands on deck. Yeah, yeah. So and it seems sort of weird that we aren't seeing more characters who we haven't seen before. <laughs> yeah, and it's, be it everybody. has been one of my biggest gripes that uh, some of the uh, students from Class B have way better powers than kids from class A. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, 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 Isn't um, Mind Control guy from, from class B? Yeah, yeah, he was in class... That's a good one. Wait, maybe he... Was he even in... Maybe he was in class C, even. Mm. Yeah, and then either we way, haven't seen the, the upper year kids <laughs> much. Either. Yeah, so, like, there's there should be so many more characters that would be able to... Mm -hmm affect the whole war but right. i guess it would have been too cluttered it would yeah, tip yeah the imagine this imagine way this too page hard. if they had added <laughs> more characters everyone would have to be teeny tiny it's already too many and uh, that's know, what happens that... when you uh <laughs> you make too many characters in the main group then when you go on to wider scale things like oh i, I guess i can't <laughs> logically it's speaking too much there should be more, more. Yeah. And this well, business class mm -hmm. uh, group, I think they they made a really good point in mm -hmm. that somebody yes. has to document the war because in previous wars, what did you do? What do you exactly. think did? Where do you think did the pictures come from from wars with yeah. soldiers and stuff? Somebody Let's, had to do it. Looks <laughs> like that meme with the uh, journalist from long ago. Like I'm gonna go document a war <laughs> and risk my life. And journalists I would now say, are like getting mad at their local coffee shop and write an article about it. 
I would say a different meme applies here because mm -hmm. this guy has such a bad design. It's <laughs> embarrassing. And the, I would use the meme of uh, shocking. The, the worst mm -hmm. pe person you know made the best point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he reminds me of... Um, what's his name? From Mob Psycho with the big hair. Right. I forgot his name as well, but yeah. Mm -hmm. He has such a stupid hairstyle. Yeah. And you only use that for throwaway characters, so it's it's double sad that mm -hmm. in order to make a really good point, that's really just they a bring side in a note throwaway here. character with a really shitty design. Yeah, uh, could have been better. Should have had a guy who is doing this stuff for the, the whole time and uh, made him yeah. a real character instead of just yeah. suddenly. Oh, by the way, the business class is here. This the worst thing is, I man bet telling us about it. I bet everybody's going to look at this page and it's like, oh, I don't want to see Bakugo. This is boring. I don't need to see what's <laughs> happening behind the scenes. <sighs> and then you see Bakugo. You see Bakugo and he gets... Well, he, he does his he big does attack. He does big attack and it's enormous. Um, so you're like, wow, he must have really messed up uh, Shigaraki with that, right? Yeah, oh, he's even yeah. blasted stuff out of the arena. It's like... There's explosions and sparkles flying everywhere. Uh, and, and then, nothing. no, he, he actually got owned. He himself. Yeah, he, he took gets, damage from it. He takes... Is it from himself or is it from... I don't think it's from himself. I think that he did his attack and then uh, Shigaraki just countered it so quickly and grabbed yeah. him that... Yeah. I don't like it. I He owned him so too easily. Because I'm like... Yeah. Because I'm feeling uh, they were setting up Bakugo as being basically this generation's endeavor to Deku being the new All Might. I thought you were going to say this generation's Vegeta, but yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like, within their universe. Uh, he he was never evil enough to be like Vegeta. Bakugo yeah, never, uh, never tried to destroy a planet for his own gain. Um, but anyway, yeah, I thought that it was going to be the sort of thing where he gets some really good hits in, but it just isn't enough or the villain pulls out something um, As to, yeah, yeah, to, uh, to regenerate or whatever so that Deku will have to fight him again. But they don't even do that. They're just like, oh, he got owned really fast. Yeah, did, it did pretty much nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then even Genist and Mirko jump in and they get swatted away literally like flies. What does Horikoshi have against Mirko? She, she always gets used as think, like the Do you think he has something bag. against her? Do you, or do you think he's like uh, pushing the, the uh, damaged girl the finish? <laughs> yeah, Diona is it. It is. Yeah. When girls need to get punched in the gut to... I don't know. Is it sadism or is it masochism? Sadism. Because you're supposed to Ma masochism, masochism is when you are, are the one enjoying being hurt. And sadism mm -hmm. is when you're enjoying seeing someone else get hurt. Yeah, but like maybe you're uh, identifying with the girl. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess then uh, sadomasochists. <laughs> this is, she's appealing to that, maybe. Um, either way, I don't like either it. Way, yeah, I, I don't want her to get harsh. hurt this one. <laughs> I know. She's going to be in a wheelchair by the end of this. Just paralyzed. It's going to suck. It sucks. Um, 
But yeah, they get swatted away, and there's a weird line from Eraserhead who says, "Oh, everyone, protect Bakugo because he's aiming to be number one." And I'm like, "Why does that matter?" <laughs> it's like it should just be uh, oh, protected because he has a good power, and we need everyone to be alive to be able to keep <laughs> fighting this guy. It's because he's the second main character and mm. because Aizawa is his teacher and he's supposed to be like, oh, I've watched them grow up and now I have these this attachment to yeah, seeing but in the middle and, In the middle of the battle. See, I could see that line uh, being said to like one of the healer characters after the battle when he's recovering. Uh, yeah. But during the battle, it's, it's kind of nonsensical. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, the, and like, he... Basically gets taken hostage, right? Because uh, Shigaraki swats them away, and then he has a line like, "The only thing about you that I'm interested in is that you're closer to uh, Midoriya than anyone else." So it's like, "Oh, is he taking him hostage?" Or if he's taking him hostage, why did he swat him away from him? Mm, I didn't think about it that way, but it's weird. Or maybe he was saying, maybe it was like, "I'm going to kill you," so. Deku the way I no, the way I read it is that he, since Bakugo is the closest to Deku in mm. terms of like power, maybe that oh, I thought it was terms of in terms of uh, oh, you've known each other the longest. Mm, I mean that's that that's new information. I have to think about it for a little okay. while. But the way I thought it, about it is that. Bakugo is so close in power levels to Deku that if he can swat away. Bakugo mm. with ease, and that means he can probably do the same with um, Deku. And it's like, yeah, ah, I think now that I, yeah, I, I think well, it's more it, of, more of that. Like, I'm interested in beating you up because of your friendship with this this other guy who I want to beat up. <laughs> you you've um, read up uh, all the way uh, to the most recent chapter in One Punch Man, right? Yeah. So your interpretation is that probably. Uh, Shigaraki is going to do to Bakugo mm -hmm. what Garou is doing right. to Genos. Yeah. That's then, possible. Uh, then we're going to have a, a epic fight scene where Deku is, is holding a grenade in one hand while beating up Shigaraki with the other one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sure. uh, so all those characters just get their asses kicked. Uh, yeah. So it's time for Tintin and friends to show up and save the day. Yeah. Uh, and the 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 third guy, so uh, yeah, Dejire has she's like got wave powers from her yeah. hands, right? Uh, yeah. Lemurian can phase through things. What yeah. does this guy do? <laughs> Sun Eater. His what does power he do? is that whatever he eats becomes his power. So he oh. uh, in in advance uh, of a big fight, he starts eating stuff like octopus and crab ah. so then he can grow like huge crab claws and tentacles and stuff huh that's that's interesting is it only is it limited to animals it's, well well what else would he eat i mean like you can you can a gun bang, 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 bang. <laughs> yeah if you, if you take apart a gun into I don't know, like little parts and eat it <laughs> Do you want to use it, or would it just would your body only recognize it as parts pieces of mm. iron and not as a gun? I think, he, I think it's it has to be something that he can digest. Mm, okay, but um, you know, there's the mantis shrimp. 
Oh yeah, those are amazing. So if you could if you could get your hands on mantis mm -hmm. shrimps, then you could technically form uh, uh, huge uh, cannon blasts. You're right. If yeah, if he eats fugu, he'll be poisonous and can puff up. Yeah. Yeah. In a way, he is a wapo from what? One Piece. But wapo eats inanimate objects like guns yeah, all the time. What, what if, what if, what if um, his friends like give him like some of their hair to eat? Ooh. Does that count? Maybe. Would he gain their powers? <laughs> that would be interesting, and I don't think we're going to see that. Oh, unfortunately. That would be really powerful. Or would he have to eat their brains? <laughs> Because mm. then it wouldn't it wouldn't work. It's <laughs> a way to power. The thing is, that's that's really creative, and mm -hmm. I think that would make him extremely powerful. But mm -hmm. at the same time, we already have several characters where the danger is that they might have the power to copy somebody yeah. way too well. Like, For instance, um... Monoma. Monoma is like extremely powerful and he's mm -hmm. never making use of it right True. now they're using him as a spare eraser head yes well um, i was also gonna say um uh toga has all the blood vials yes yeah. she's the next so one like, who... would, would sun eater be able to do that too even though he's not a he's not a vampire is it's just Possibly. eating something would it work for him the biggest threat with toga is mm -hmm. that she now has twice his blood, and if mm -hmm. she uses twice and gains his power, then she can multiply, and all of her yes, double they would have the same might thing. have the same power of like turning into Deku, for uh -huh. instance. Ooh, and that, that would, would be, be very uh, that would be the worst. Yeah, <laughs> she'd be able to beat everybody. I wonder. Mm -hmm. um, well, I guess next week we're going to get a uh, actual. Um, big battle with these three. I'm <laughs> kind of wondering why they weren't here from the beginning. They got beat up. They you, you saw bits and pieces of Sun Eater and mm -hmm. Nejire in, in the middle of the big fight. I remember seeing Nejire. Because like, she had a few very good uh, fan service panels. I, I did cut her out and... I have no memory of Sun Eater in this fight before. I can look at her body, but yeah. Um, I'm going to make a very bold... Okay. A very bold uh, prediction, and that is that next week we're not going to see the showdown between mm. the senpais and Shigaraki. You're Instead, right. It's we're gonna going to cut back to somebody else. Back to Froppy and and Yuravity uh, against oh, Toga. Yeah, they're the ones we haven't seen for the longest. I almost forgot about them because I'm like, like I, was, time... I was running through my mind like, oh, what are the other storylines going on concurrently? It's like, well, there's. Uh, all for one versus Hawks and Endeavor, and there's uh, Deku flying in the air and seeing stuff far away. Mm. Who else is there? I was like, oh yeah, Toga versus the girls. Yeah, could be even worse. Do you know what could happen? A traditional girl fight. Worse is we might get Spinner and his army of furries. Oh, yeah, because he, he and... grew huge, didn't he? And yes, who's, and... who's fighting him? I don't know. Because hmm. he's basically a Godzilla me. now, right? The giant lizard man. Yeah. So either way, any, every time when something hype is about to happen, mm -hmm. we need to switch and blue ball everybody to the yeah. maximum extent. Right. <sighs> well, <laughs> I wonder how long it'll be until we actually see this battle. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking mostly forward to the re the face reveal of. Uh, yeah, get him away from being a shadow man, like on the cover. Well, we. <laughs> 
got a hair reveal, I guess. He's got gray hair. Because he's an old man. I'm 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 also making one more prediction. Mm-hmm. We will see at least one uh memification of the Squidward uh, scene where he's like, oh no, he's hot when uh <laughs> Yes, with all for one space. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Everybody's sure going to get like all for one is immediately going to get so many fangirls. Oh I know. Like, it's terrible. <laughs> he was a potato, but now he's so hot, I can't I can't not. Yeah, every time there's a villain who has a face reveal and they're good looking, they get a million fangirls. It's like, oh, I can fix him. <laughs> they even did that with the the guy who was always wearing the mask mm-hmm. in in the um, villains team. Who I don't even know what his power was, but once the mask dropped and we got to see that he's actually handsome. Oh, the magician guy. Like, yeah, the magician yeah, guy. Yeah, he's like, on the cover, ah! but with the mask, he's uh, yeah. way down in the. Quarter behind left. behind yeah. Baxi, there he is. Yeah, yeah. I'm not moving. He's dead, guy. isn't he? He's dead. Yeah. R.I.P. Um, yeah. Makes makes some room in Fangirl's hearts for uh, all for one when he appears. Anyway, how many points did you get this uh, chapter? I said so out of ten. It's it's all right. Um, Seventy five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was to be honest, I I was pretty disappointed at Shiraki just brushing away everyone so yeah. easily. I was I was really hoping after last time that there'd be like a proper battle where you know Because it means that Bakugo and fight. There was a build up for Bakugo's attack mm-hmm. and like seeing what it does, all of the, the his preparations for it mm-hmm. and it kind of like there was no payoff for it yeah which well, means the payoff everything was meaningless is this one spread which i'm sure is going to be very fancy looking when animated <laughs> and uh, take a long time to show all the explosions but in terms of nah, actual effect easy. on the the battle it doesn't really do much i mean maybe it'll change things if there's like a hole in the flying school from now on Mm, but I don't know. I Maybe the, the kids underground are just going to fix that up immediately. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. But I mean, like in, in plot in the in in the plot wise sense, mm-hmm. um, this didn't do anything. So everything with Bakugo up until now was pointless. Mm-hmm. Might as well erase it from <laughs> from history. <sighs> Next manga, we got Next Sakamoto manga. Days. Yes, this is the chapter in which um, the order guys are they're having playing snacks. as if they're on a class excursion yeah. in Kyoto. And meanwhile, uh, Mr. Yotsumura is killing his revolutionary accomplices, mm-hmm. and uh, Sakamoto himself is still talking to the delinquent students in the dormitory. Yep, and we get a, a revelation about one of the new characters from last time. Yeah, so... <laughs> I thought it was it was a pretty fun way to introduce stuff to have them them all eating. I like it when uh during exposition of stuff people are also engaged in a different activity. <laughs> and this time it's eating snacks. I think that's one of the Hollywood tricks mm-hmm. for being a good actor. Brad well, Pitt is doing that yeah, all the time. Yeah, I was about to mention Brad Pitt. I've heard so much about uh Brad Pitt bringing food on set. So that if it's uh, and it was like 
it's not that the directors are telling him to do this. It's just that he likes to have snacks on hand and he likes to have something to hold while he's doing his line. So if there's like nothing going on in a particular scene, uh, he'll just start eating. Well, <laughs> you get to look at something. Filming. Yeah. Exactly. I like that too. I like it. It's, it's very clever. Once you once you point it out, you can't unsee it anymore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, he's doing yeah. the thing. Yeah, I've seen a compilation on YouTube that's just um, a bunch of times where Brad Pitt is talking while eating <laughs> in different movies. So yeah, like it keeps it. happening. Continue doing it. Yeah. So um, this, this chapter's title was "Invisible Intent to Kill," and Yatsumura it's a, it's tells a mouthful. It, yeah, that's in Japanese. That's two words. Oh yeah, how do you say it in Japanese? Like well, very short words. I, mm -hmm. I have to add, intent to kill is satsui. So, mm -hmm. uh, and that's that's like that's one of those words that always pops up in manga and anime. I feel like I've well, seen it translated in different ways before. Yes, but uh, in essence, intent to kill is uh, the, the most appropriate. I would say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, people mostly know it from Street Fighter because mm -hmm. Liu is ah. always in danger of getting uh, succumbing to the Satsui no Hado, which yeah. is the Hado that has the intent to kill. Mm -hmm. But uh, invisible intent to kill is th th it doesn't have the same ring to it as uh, I don't know what he, what invisible. Oh. He used in Japanese, but let's let's assume it's something like tome or something mm -hmm. tomena, the uh, satsui. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it'd be much quicker to say. Maybe they should have left it in Japanese and put a translator's note in it. <laughs> <laughs> They've rarely done that in in uh, the Jump Plus releases. They're trying to get away from that. <laughs> it happened too much in uh, fan translations that became a meme. Sometimes it's really necessary, but other times it's better to try and find the translation that works mm -hmm. best for people who aren't like in the know of anything Japanese. Yeah. Although I th I feel like um, it's more okay to leave stuff in Japanese with a translator's note when it's a story that's like specifically uh, hyper Japanese Japan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I mean, like in a story like One Piece, where it's a fantasy world, then I'm like, yeah, whatever. Just figure out what sounds good in in the language you're translating to. Uh, mm. Unless you're in Wano, then maybe it's appropriate to, to just move in things Wano. It's mm, also debatable. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, it's probably better to when they talk about like devil fruits being sorcery and stuff mm -hmm. because they they don't know that it's fruits who do uh, the thing hmm. anyway back to mr yatsumura mm. yatsumura san if you will <laughs> so he's hanging out with the other guys um who are with slur right Yes. And they decide they're going to kill him because uh, they're mad about so many of their friends getting killed by the Order people. Yeah. It's like, you lied to They us. thought that if they have him on their side, then mm -hmm. uh, they could deal the Order a very uh, significant blow. But he bailed because three-on-one is too much for right. him. 
And since his dudes are like, yeah, well, we have to kill you now, he's like, ah, you guys are very bad assassins. Yeah. You, Good you... assassins wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't show that. They wouldn't point they wouldn't guns at, at you. Right. Yeah, yeah, because that's be... more of a threatening move than a actual assassination kind of move. To be fair, they had one more guy hiding, but mm-hmm. he dealt it with It didn't matter. Well. <laughs> didn't matter. Jetsumura is just that good. He cuts all of them apart, even the guys in the hallway. They're just chopped up. It reminded me of um, last time we praised the uh, Asa Mitaka's death scene in Chainsaw Man. Yeah. And this kind of reminded me of, uh, what's her name? Uh, Quan Shi? The the really oh. fast girl. Oh. When she runs around and just chops everybody up. That's what this mm, panel reminds me of. It's been the, a little bit too long for me. cutting action. It's a week ago but for yeah, me. You're right. <laughs> you're right. But yeah, that was that was a while ago in, in terms of actual publication. That's the kind of that's the kind of panel this is. I feel like it's very cool whenever um Sakamoto does these sort of slow motion action scenes because the the old katana man had a lot of this sort of stuff too didn't he yeah yeah great i always forget his name it's something like mm-hmm. Taka, takamura is it takamura i think it's takamura. let's just call him takamura for now <laughs> and then uh so everyone gets cut up but there's one person who is he did say he wanted to kill her as yes, well and that's like, oh. when i first saw her there i was like oh she's surprisingly calm for this having happened and then he says oh i intended to cut you too uh is is that supposed to mean that she is secretly also a badass and she must just be. Dodged yeah it? or it's gotta uh, be, did right? he maybe he fucked up but then her saying she wanted her kimono, kimono yeah it makes me think she's red. gotta she's gotta be also some assassin type person is it's good enough to die either it. that or it's just supposed to be a weird kind of like oh uh that's weird um <laughs> we'll see if it comes back i'm gonna i'm gonna assume that she'll she'll come back it'll be like yeah the geisha's someone cool too he has his sake uh cup out and mm-hmm. is about to drink something, and then some blood drips uh, from the ceiling. She's like, "Oh, I'm going to pour you another one if you want." Like, like no she, thanks. She's completely unfazed by the whole yeah. scene and continues as if nothing had happened. And then he does the gross thing and drinks it anyway. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. That's that's kind of noteworthy, but also just it's, it's a psycho it's just flavor. flavor of this series. <laughs> It's just it's just flavor to to mm. I don't What's know, that taste? show the it's blood. blood. <laughs> um yeah, it's probably completely inconsequential and mm. it's just supposed to make us go, Oh, that's so weird. He's such a weirdo. Still weird badass. But yeah, I, I am fully expecting Geisha will come back later. That's it's an interesting scene. Um Let's see. And then we get uh, back to Sakamoto at the school and <laughs> at the JCC uh, dorm. Yeah, so the new guy. Um, new guy is basically a cab. Yeah, he's like all and assassins like, are bad. Oh, my my dad is a cop, and then he's like, ah, yeah, sorry, that was insensitive. <laughs> Not oh god. <laughs> yeah. Um, which was Sak- which was 
uh, very refreshing in in the current day and age because then mm-hmm. you, normally you'd get people to be like, no, all of them, and he's he's very considerate about he's that. Like, all right, he's, he's not he's not that <laughs> I'm okay much of a with your family. He's a radical. Very not, refreshing. Not that much of a radical, um, but we do get a scene where he's in contact with the deer guy, and yeah. the deer guy. What's his name? The deer guy. Mm, I forgot. The deer guy. So the deer guy tells him to destroy the database, and I'm like, oh, that's yes. what everyone is looking for. So it's real because I remember a few chapters ago, someone was like, how do we know if this even exists? Uh, so this is basically confirmation. If the bad guys are after it too, then it's gotta be there. I'm, I'm just by uh, I I would I wouldn't say that it's reasonable to assume that no database exists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there has to be. There one. has to be one. Uh, and then we get a a kind of cute aside ending where Akira is that was the highlight. I would say. That's the best part of the whole chapter. Yeah, because she's Akira. like, she hasn't been doing anything for a while. <laughs> it's like, oh, she's, she's just in, in there. She's just as... there. She's experiencing uh, her school life, just like in Shin's manga, <laughs> including eating <laughs> bad food. Relatable side character as a stand in for the audience who. Mm-hmm. It's great. Although. In this case, at least. In mm-hmm. other cases, it's Kill Baby who has to fulfill that role. Uh, well, I don't. I don't want him. To, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to relate to Kill Baby. I want him back. He he's, he's so stupid. I, I think it would be funny <laughs> to see him again. Uh, has been a while also since we've seen the other um, students who got taken by Slur's organization. Right. Yeah, I wonder what they're up to. That's Probably one getting, more thing. That's getting brainwashed to to fight the good guys. We'll see. So, how did you rate this chapter? Um, sixty-five. Okay, less than Macadamia. I, I also said it was a seven, same as I rated Macadamia. Um, mm. There's some of it that's enjoyable. I thought the Yatsumura cut was really cool. I enjoy seeing. Akira yeah, that not, was cool. Not enjoying the the JCC bowl. Um, but yeah, the Yotsumura cut was cool, but not as cool as when the old guy with a katana did his katana stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's why, because it's so, it's his stupid three uh, segmented, <laughs> yeah, uh, not three segmented spear. <laughs> the old guy is part of the order, right? Which one? Uh, katana, katana man. guy. Yeah, katana man is part of the order. Yes. Yeah. So maybe they're gonna fight, and it's like, yeah, he's got the same ah, kind of skills possible. as katana man. Ah, that will be good. Yeah, they're gonna have one of those fights where they they cut and the moon in the background falls in half. Ooh, <laughs> that would be great. Uh, anyway, I would love to see that. Yeah. Next manga, we got Jujutsu Kaisen. It's starting yes. out with a flashback, and it's um. So last week. Or was it two weeks ago? I think Jujutsu has been, been gone a week, right? Uh, yes. Uh, so two, uh, last time we read Jujutsu, uh, we saw uh, Maki and Noritoshi hanging out. Mm-hmm. And they, they have very different haircuts than earlier. 
And I was like, oh, I remember Maki having her hair cut short when she's like fighting the rest of the Zenin clan. But I, have, mm-hmm. I don't remember uh, Noritoshi getting his hair cut. And then uh, we get a little flashback, and this seems to just be like a few days ago <laughs> because he goes home and Ghetto is just chilling there. <laughs> Yeah, you have to explain a lot of me. Uh, okay, what, what he's talking about in this chapter. Okay, so I didn't get a lot of that. All right. So what what happens is uh, a few days ago, Noritoshi went home, and Ghetto was just like chilling in his house. Um, yes. And the history there is that uh, Ghetto is currently um, being possessed by Kenjaku, who's like yes, you know, some ancient evil cursed spirit or sorcerer. Or sorcerer who became a cursed spirit, um, and his special ability is he can literally get into your brain um, by cutting the top of your skull off. He's uh, doing the heroes thing. Yeah, he's no, no. It's it's because uh, he in heroes the guy cuts open your skull to take part of your brain out to get your yeah. get your powers. In this, yeah. um, to get your powers, uh, Kenjaku. Uh, cuts your head open, and then goes into your brain. So he, he's ah. like a, a kind of parasite. Um, and it's a bit silly because the way he, he cuts, <laughs> it's very obvious that something's been done to this person's head. Like, right. Uh, exactly. Every time it shows ah. someone who's possessed by Kenjaku, there's like the very obvious scar going across their head. <laughs> so uh, I'm sure he could have found a, a cleverer way. He could have just cut along the back to, to get in. Maybe he needs to go through the front. Um, Maybe he just loves being this obvious. Like, yeah. He, check this out. It's showing off. It's just, it's just his aesthetic. He thought it was really cool to have a scarf there. Um, so the thing is, uh, Noritoshi is part of the, the Kamo family, which is one of the three big clans, along with um, what's, uh, yeah, yeah, the Zenin clan and uh, Gojo's clan. Um, ah. uh, and they'd explained before that he has an unlucky name because the last person named Kamo Noritoshi uh, was considered the most evil sorcerer of his generation and like killed a ton of people um, and it gets I explained that it's actually easy solution for that and that's like just don't name your child i know <laughs> you wonder why they picked that name but uh they explained that it was because he was possessed by kenjaku just like ghetto is even though ghetto was like a bad uh-huh. guy too before he got possessed um but yeah, he's just chilling there, and he explains to Noritoshi that uh, he's been to the Jujutsu headquarters, and he's killed all of the leaders who were going against his his wishes. Like, one of the things that um, happened is that when he returned, they're like, oh, well, uh, Ghetto was a bad guy, so we're going to put out an order to kill him. Uh, yeah. And I guess he went over and just killed whoever put out the order, and somehow that removed the order. <laughs> and he also mm. got an order put in to uh, banish Gojo, even though he already trapped him. So it's like double getting rid of him. 
Uh, and mm. it was just making me think like, oh yeah, Jujutsu Headquarters, the place that we've never seen with the leaders who we've, we've never seen. We keep hearing about them. But I don't remember ever seeing them. I think the, the highest level uh, Jujutsu sorcerers we've seen in terms, like, I think Gojo is probably the strongest just in terms of fighting strength, but in terms of uh, their societal hierarchy. There's the, we've seen the clan leaders uh, who have changed recently because of all the fighting. And we've seen the principals who are, I, of uh, Kyoto and Tokyo Jujutsu School. And I think right, both those guys are dead now. It's like all of, of all guys. of the older big shot people are are dead now, including ones who never even had an on screen appearance. Which is really weird to me. Very convenient. Very convenient. Other other manga artists would use the opportunity to introduce like a whole new cadre of yeah. characters. Well, like to... ima imagine if in One Piece at this point we'd never seen the. Um the leaders of the world government, you know, that group mm -hmm. of old UN guys. Uh, and then someone is just like, by the way, I went and killed them. <laughs> It'd be weird, right? That would be weird. So that's how yeah. I felt about here, because I'd been expecting like, oh, someday we're going to see like the people who are at Jujutsu headquarters and pulling the strings like, nope, they die off screen. Um, yeah. <laughs> hmm. So that was basically the... Uh, the flashback part of this chapter is yes. Kenjaku saying, um, I did it. I did it. I and also thing. saying, and uh, you have no authority here because as well as doing that, I got myself named to be the next leader of the Kamo clan. Can you <laughs> so just do that? Like, somehow he just does it. <laughs> why I don't, would everybody go along with that? I don't know, but he, he just did it. So it's like, he kicks him out. He's like, get out of here. You belong in a garbage can. And so Noritoshi just leaves. And he's like, guess I'll join the calling game. <laughs> so he's, he's just here with Maki now. And like neither of them were... Because in the beginning, a bunch of the main characters uh, got stuck in the calling game. Yes. These two were not. These two were outside of it. And <laughs> they're just like, yeah, why not? We'll, we'll go in. <laughs> we'll just join this this death battle, this battle royale. Yeah, I guess we'll die. So they, they get in there, and um, the last time, the last panel we saw of them, they were like seeming shocked that they could sense something else, and we saw this this weird-looking worm, worm enemy uh, join the calling game. And now it's here, and it's, it's really strong. Like, Noritoshi can't even keep track of didn't how fast it's moving. He's like, just, I didn't even see it. And like Maki, who is supposed to, um, after what happened with the Zenin clan, she's supposed to be like the most physically powerful character. Uh, Seemingly, that's the case. But she's getting her ass kicked <laughs> right now, too. She's tanking it. Yeah. But she's like getting smashed into walls and the ground and stuff. She's surviving, but it's like, she's not winning. <laughs> Uh, she just needs to get a hold of this big worm. Yeah, and then at the end of the chapter, we get reveal of it's not just a cursed spirit. There's a guy in there. Do and you know who the guy is? Yeah, that's her uncle. So I see. this this may have been from the part that you have not read. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So after the Shibuya incident, there's like um, 
a short segment that uh, Okatsu gets assigned to kill Itadori. Mm -hmm. uh, and they also fight this guy who's Zenin Noya. Uh -huh. And um, so he's Maki and Fushigoro's uncle. Uh, and he thought that he was going to be the next leader of the clan. And then she killed him. And then Fushigoro gets named the next leader of the clan. And he's very mad. And uh, he was going to kill uh, Itadori Fushiguro. and Maki oh, and Fushigoro. All of them! Like, yeah, he's just like... <laughs> he, was, he was kind of being um, like Michael Jordan. Fuck them kids. He's going to go and kill them all. Uh... But turns out that they're they were stronger than he expected. So I think um, he fights Maki and loses, and then another one of the family members kills him because it was like after that the Zenin family they just they just all falls kill apart. each other. Yeah, it's it's uh, it totally falls apart. So he died, and I thought that was the end of him. Until now, I guess he got turned into a cursed spirit, and he's back in Somehow. gross worm form. Yeah. Um, and they're gonna fight. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, well, Shire beat him. <laughs> so, not how did he, super how did he become stronger in death than he used to be when he was alive? I don't know. Is that maybe, a thing? Maybe he was just so be? angry that, uh, <laughs> he gained more power from his anger because he was pretty pissed I... off at everybody. But yeah, the, he's, the he's pretty lame. Another thing is, uh, you probably, um, I don't know if you saw, the, the Zenin clan, they have a, a special ability that I was like, this is nonsense for like an ancient sorcerer family. Uh, tell me about it. So their, special, it. their special ability is um, uh, film, film sorcery. <laughs> film? Yeah, so they, they can turn... Uh, anything, including their opponents, into film, and it makes them look two D, like a uh, like a flat image, and then also it means that um, uh, I'm doing a Tucker Carlson face right now. Yeah, and also it means that they move at at 24 frames per second, the way Scorsese would like it, <laughs> instead of at at full. Uh, dynamic motion that sounds really mm, it's weird and it's extremely weird yeah and i was just like huh because a lot of them dress like like samurai <laughs> right so i was like oh they're gonna have some sort of like old-timey theme power i was like no it's it's uh it's movie power <laughs> but can ev everybody in the clan do that? Uh, not everyone, but uh, Noya and the former leader, who's um, the grandpa, would do it. So it's like, hmm. yeah, this it is some sort of hereditary technique. Uh, Maki and Fushigoro don't seem to be able to do it. Maybe, so. maybe the power has know. always been uh, ready in the world. Mm -hmm. And they were just doing just it, and then later it's on, understandable somebody as film. <laughs> yes, yes, because like if you think about it in Doctor Stone mm -hmm. terms, like 
uh, you could have been transported into the Stone Age, mm -hmm. and with your knowledge, you could have made uh, electricity and film yeah. and stuff. Unless you're the guy from the meme where he's like in in Jesus times, like let me tell you about <laughs> electricity. Yeah, but, but yeah, how like, does it how do work? You make I, don't it? I don't know. Yeah, uh, you, you <laughs> technically could have made film, so like mm -hmm. the possibility has always been there, right? Maybe, mm, yeah. maybe only either, now. Either way, it was, I thought it was kind of up to weird. Plans. Yeah, a weird power for for this ancient looking clan to have, but uh, yeah, the. The clan drama continues because one of the, once again, one of the dead members of the former generation is back. Just like um, uh, uh, Fujigoro had to fight his dad, who also died a long time ago. Um, oh, so maybe you also didn't read that part. So Fujigoro's nah. dad was in, there is a, a, an arc that's a flashback arc for... Uh, Ghetto and jo Gojo. Yes. Uh, about when they were teenagers. And the main villain of that arc is Fushigoro's dad. Fushigoro dad. Yeah. Uh, I know that because everybody's really uh, thirsting for the right. dad. Right. Even though I thought he was kind of boring looking. He's, he's, um, he's Fushigoro with a scar on his lip and a it different colored sweatshirt. Fan art is making him sexier than he is in, the, in canon. That's probably true. As fan I've art seen does. some extreme yeah. thirst for him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like that uh, that comparison of Makima in the manga versus Makima in the fan art. Yes, yeah, that's it. That's, what that's the thing. Although Makima in the manga looks very good as well. So. Sure. Anyway, how did you rate this chapter? Sixty. Yeah, exactly. Same. I said six. It's uh, yeah, got. Uh, an info dump, but I'm not entirely uh, satisfied with the info that got dumped. And we have a strong new enemy, but it, it turns out to be a, a guy who, who they already beat. <laughs> so I was confused. Whatever. I don't know all of the characters. Mm -hmm. Some cool stuff happened with um, Maki like getting the fighting? blasted through. Yeah. yeah. I feel like uh, a while ago, with some of the fights with Okatsu, we were criticizing the the battle panels, but I think it's it's been doing very well with them in recent chapters. Recently, yeah. I mean, yeah, having very clear lines of action and showing what's happening. Yeah, so that part's good, but uh, the actual plot's definitely, eh, nah. Not, not yeah. super enthused by it, but I'm sure it's it'll also, be interesting next week. <laughs> um, this whole, this, in a lot of series, like in Naruto, for instance, mm -hmm. there's a lot of family business with oh this is yeah. the branch family and the branch family is always jealous of the mm -hmm. main guy who's from the main branch but he what was it that uh that that um sarumune said mm -hmm. oh yeah 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 what, what, what minor what... branch of the family are you from? <laughs> um i don't like i every time this comes up i don't like it mm -hmm. i don't like this clan with different branches and yeah, they're it's... all warring and she's are each other that's that's anti me that mm -hmm. i don't like that when that happens i happens i don't know so why i just it's like it's it funny because it's kind of nonsensical in anything that's more modern <laughs> it makes sense if it's like in game of thrones world where it's it's literally medieval 
even then I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, the books. Were I don't bad. know why. I just don't like it. Uh, probably because it's um, drama created purely by somebody's um, family existing. Yeah, family. Yeah, just by their family existing. So it's it's like, oh well, there's not really much you can do about that in that setting. Usually, I would argue most people already have enough uh, family drama mm-hmm. to keep them busy in the real world. Right. So without uh, introducing all the clan stuff. Yeah, yeah. we don't. There's things that could be clan. more relatable to people in the modern day. Well, I suppose a lot of people can mm-hmm. get into it because they were like, "Ah, oh, it's so interesting when it's other people fighting yeah. over who gets to be the head wow, of the family." Their family is even more messed up than mine. And I suppose there is some fangirls who are like, "Oh, mm. these are cousins." <laughs> no, you and... know that's 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 actually probably the main thing. Could it's be. for fangirls. It's not for. Not and for then drama. you can be like, like "Oh, they're they're distantly related, but they're always treating each other uh, as if they were brothers," mm-hmm. and that's the <laughs> 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 forbidden. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, yeah. next manga. Blue Box. Tell me about Blue Box. Ah, what, no, what kind of uh, what kind of sports action is going on this time? Zero. <laughs> oh, okay. No is it the performance? Oh, yeah. Culture Festival costume. Yes, this is the chapter in which Chinatsu Senpai appears as a maid waitress at the Culture Festival. Ooh. Did she so get a cover starts... page for that? No, but she gets a double page spread okay so this short hair guy shows up yeah who's this and guy who's this connie i completely forgot about him he's um yeah literally connie right yeah he was one of the side characters from a different school who shows up challenging taiki to a badminton match and if he wins taiki has to give him the contact information of chinatsu senpai because he <laughs> saw chinatsu senpai was like wow what a babe i mm-hmm. need to get into that and Taiki was obviously like, nah, right. nah, nah, nah. No. this is this is my turf, stay out of it. And mm-hmm. obviously he beat him because he's just a small fry. But mm-hmm. he keeps <laughs> he keeps dogging him. So when he shows up at the culture festival, he's like, ah, now bring me to her <laughs> classroom. To I need to... Yes, I need to see her. And uh, they start fighting and then um on, on the on the uh corridor and oh. Haru Senpai and his model girlfriend show up and it, it makes them both feel immediately like extremely inappropriate. So yeah. Like ah oh, shit we're small children against these like adults and mm. <laughs> um They're so cool. So much cooler than us. So oh, no. I, I would say that was the, the one of the funniest thing happening in this chapter. They do go to Chinatsu Senpai's classroom and to everybody's surprise because the girlfriend uh, you remember she's the nuclear option character mm-hmm. who knows uh oh, about she knows, both. Yeah. she knows both and she knows both are kind of kind of have a crush on each other mm-hmm. and she, uh, i don't i forgot if it was just out of like mm, consideration for their circumstances or if she thinks it's just funnier to have both of them <laughs> in the dark and watching how it unfolds. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the one Create who says, like, well, we, we're going to Chinatsu Senpai's room 
a mm -hmm. classroom, but uh, prepare yourselves because it might be too much stimulation. Then they get in, <laughs> Chinasa Senpai is in the maid outfit, and, and they're so stimulated. Uh, both of them getting like all of their blood rushes, right. <laughs> rushes into the nether, the nether region, and they can't um, they can't even stand straight. The, the Connie guy <laughs> is like stumbling over and goes, ah, <laughs> killing uh, him, literally. His heart can't you, take it's, it. It's kind of like she activated her uh, uh, emperor's yeah, hockey. color, Haki, <laughs> and Taiki's like, oh, I can barely stand. With and... This pressure. Yeah, and. <laughs> he even says, I'm impressed you're still standing. Uh, and the adults in the room are like, "Oh, these these, these, these boys, children, <laughs> these That's absolute great. baby children." Um, that was also a little bit funny. Uh, I think it's uh, an unwarranted reaction, but mm. if we can pretend <laughs> that uh, Tinatsu Senpai had been presented in a mm -hmm. more sexy and alluring way, because like. I'm numb to the maid dress. Uh, standard maid dress. It's so standard. It's box standard. You. It's. It's cute. It's cute. I, I'm not getting excited. It. It, it would be something else if uh, it was maybe a real person that mm. I also know. But yeah, if there's someone you liked and you were a teenager who is susceptible to horniness, then I you, can't you wouldn't be able to stand. I don't think right that now, they'd be allowed to have a uh, a naked apron <laughs> class <laughs> festival. Or maybe that would if, really if, kill these guys. If they, if do you remember? I think it's even the first chapter of Gintama, mm -hmm. uh, where uh, Shinpachi's sister is. I think she had to pay a debt or something, and. She was. They were always talking about her being in the in danger of working in a nopang bar. <laughs> oh no! And like, what if if like it doesn't even have to be, but what if they just wrote on on the front door of the classroom like this is a nopang made <laughs> uh, cafe? Like these guys would be dead. They would be totally dead. They'd be underground right now. Coom too much. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh, a bunch of other people are just like me, unfazed by her being in a maid dress, and they can talk to her normally, like as if they were humans, mm -hmm. asking her for her number, like hitting on her. Yeah. And then her, if if she hadn't told us who this character is, I would be like, who is this cool guy protecting her? But it's her best friend from the basketball team who like happens to look like. A boy because the artist always ah, draws her okay. like 100 so like, um, no indication that this is a girl what's her name from um nozaki-kun mm. i forget her name one of yes, those, those those type characters the yeah yes. tall girl who everyone Pretty. thinks is a boy but so far she has never been treated that way mm-hmm until so now. far, she's just now she's putting uh, on the boys, the boys' uh, outfit. androgynous, yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyways, she butts in and saves her. Then, um, Hadu and his girlfriend sit down, and she's like, Oh, I wanted to go to the fashion show. Do you want to come with me at 2 p.m.? 
uh, in in bolded letters and yeah, the Taiki time. Gotta remember the time. Taiki's gotta be like, somewhere. No, two p.m. That's when I was supposed to to go to the thing with Chinatsu Senpai. And then, thankfully, she's like, "No, I have plans." Uh, and then uh, uh, the girlfriend is like, "Oh well, okay. Do you guys want to come with me?" And he uh, runs off. <laughs> just so he doesn't have to say I'm I'm Coward. also going <laughs> Yeah, it's completely uh inappropriate behavior. It spells out what's going to happen mm-hmm. way more than if he had stayed in the embarrassing situation of having to explain like yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm also meeting somebody. <laughs> yeah. I'm not telling you who but oh. <laughs> um and then he goes to the classroom where the band is going to play, and he's like, "Oh, maybe Chinatsu Senpai isn't coming after all." And then he goes in and looks around, and she's still not there. And then she comes and grabs his arm and is like, "Ah, oh, she touched me! Oh, I'm cooming already!" <laughs> um, and that's the cliffhanger. I I don't see how this is supposed to excite me. <laughs> That doesn't look like uh, an uncoming face to me. But if you say so. He's blushing. He's going mm. to blush more. He's just in, in the sec like one millisecond of, of getting of redder and, and sweatier and, mm. and sweating his pants. So he, does, he doesn't quite look like uh, Tokiyuki getting chased yet. Not yet. Uh, he will. So how did you rate this Wait for it. It's going to happen. Next, next week. Um, yeah. This chapter was dumb. Mm-hmm. This chapter gets 51 points. It Aww. was barely okay. It had Even with the maid outfit. It had only two funnies, and the maid outfit didn't titillate me, and that's why I'm uh, just giving it passing grades. Okay, then. Well, in that case, let's go on to what was my favorite of this week. Incidentally, a oh. better maid. Yeah, <laughs> a better maid. Well, I wouldn't say better looking, but funnier. <laughs> a more better. fun maid, a more entertaining maid. Uh, yeah, so I think often we talk about how in Roboco, when there's a Roboco centered chapter, yeah. it's not going to be as funny. But this is like one of the funniest ones. And it's, oh, you uh, thought? I thought it was great. It's double Roboco. Yeah. Would you say this chapter is. Better than other non-Roboco chapters. Like, chapters of me and Roboco without mm-hmm. Roboco. Does it hold up against those? Yeah, I think this chapter is as funny as a non-Roboco-centered <gasps> Roboco chapter. Shocking. Double Roboco. It's great. <laughs> this isn't... Technically, this isn't even a chapter. This is an ad. Yeah. It's an amazing ad. This The <laughs> author is so good at advertising. You spread advertising the toy to two weeks and like he did entire chapters that are just advertising the anime yeah <laughs> he recently, did an entire chapter that's just advertising t-shirts a l- recently a lot of the chapters have just been ads and yeah uh, <laughs> i'm fine with that it's funny i i wonder when we are going to get normal chapters back because he's so drunk on getting mm-hmm. the royal treatment yeah uh, that he's centering all of his stuff around it. I'm I can't understand it, and it's very on brand. But also, mm, 
I think you see, some people will maybe start getting annoyed by it. It's it's more acceptable to me being like a silly gag manga than uh, you know if it was a more serious series and it just yeah it would kept it having would product never work in <laughs> that any would not other work. Series. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Robo so the premise of this week is that Bondo gets the Roboco toy that was being advertised last week, and then Roboco mm-hmm. gets jealous of it. Um, yes. Yeah. It's really funny. We do get confirmation that it does. It's metal. It's metal. I thought it wasn't metal when you were like, this is metal. I was like, nah, just making a joke about it's how Roboco is a robot. But it's, it's real metal. We talk about how yes. it's, yeah. They make so many references to I know. stuff. <laughs> So many references. All the robots yeah. are here. Look at all of these cool guys that Roboco is now in. She's now one of them. Just company stuck of. her uh, silhouette alongside these recognizable ones. It's a, a and Evangelion and a Gundam. And what's what's the other thing? Amazing Z. Amazing They got it all. Nice. This is a yeah. this is a prestige brand, and we can even see uh, Bondo's imagination of all the figures he's gonna have. Um, he wants one day. He wants a, a lot of them of are are currently company. running things, right? Yeah, all of them. Well, no, they're all jump, but I mean, there's not characters one... that's not currently there's... running. Yeah, so he wants One Piece. He wants Jujutsu Kaisen. Not he wants Dragon Ball, he wants Slam Dunk, he wants My Hero Academia, he wants Demon Slayer, he wants yeah. Dino Die Boken, uh, he wants Clover. Yeah, Black Clover. Uh, he's below. Who's that? He wants Next to Luffy. On, on the left of Luffy. Who's that? That's the, the Dragon Quest Dino Die Boken oh, okay. asshole. Who's at the bottom under the Slam Dunk? I can't tell if you put yeah, my small. monster in front of it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Where's your drink? There you are. <laughs> Who's that? Hmm. Hmm. That's we'll too much to tell. I can't tell. Yeah, we'll never know. But we'll it doesn't know. really matter because this panel is just supposed to um, portray yes. how... Bondo Relatable wants to have Bondo a bunch of... Yeah. He's just like us. He wants to have a lot yeah, of figures. Yeah, for real. Yeah. You've seen that meme about um, uh, the guy saying, I bring home six figures every month. And the girl... Or no, that. no. It's uh, two girls talking. And one of the girls <gasps> yes, is talking about uh, her yeah, boyfriend. Yeah. He brings home six figures every month. And the other girl is thinking like, wow, he must be really rich. Yes. <laughs> really, it's I because mean... he... He has, he has to be very rich. That's right. That. <laughs> he has to be very rich to afford that many anime figures. Especially if he lives uh, abroad <laughs> with all the shipping costs. Right. That's often at least a third of the yeah. figure's value. And the only one who's not loving the toy Roboco is Roboco herself. And I really love her explanation of it. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I would personally say. I mean, her explanation is that can you imagine Ray from Evangelion uh, playing with Unit Zero? But that Not would be for so multiple cute. Reasons. I would. I would really enjoy seeing that. And mm-hmm. just the silhouette is like ah oh, nice. 
It's funny because it's so like happy. you Look can't you can't imagine it until Roboco points it out, and now it's like okay, calling all Ray cosplayers out there <laughs> should buy That'd a unit so nice. unit zero figure to play with. In canon, be so cute. She would never do that, no. and she would probably also canon, canon Ray doesn't know it. what doesn't know what playing with a figure means. <laughs> but she She'd would like, probably what does that mean? hate it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of she course. Doesn't... She doesn't she enjoy. Gets, she gets into the robot on uh, out of obligation and not because she she likes it. Yes. Well, yeah. I I like this panel. Play play with the Roboco toy Shinji, or Ray will have to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then Roboco is saying, in comparison, she's so much better because she can do all the things that a toy can't. Right, <laughs> it's the perfect opportunity to to go show off all, all of the, the add-ons. <laughs> yeah. And Bondo starts telling her about all the things that the toy can do. That's stuff that she does. It's almost better than the original. Yeah. She hates it. She's she, so mad. She laments the fact that the figure is just so good. It. <laughs> Why did they have to does... make it so good? Yeah. She would be very mad if everybody bought this figure. So don't do it. <laughs> don't don't, don't buy, buy this perfect and and extremely uh, high quality product. <laughs> Getting into some reverse uh, psychology here from the main character. But then everyone else leaves. And it turns out that uh, the Roboco toy functions on Toy Story rules. Yeah. And they even have silhouettes of the Toy Story characters. Um, <laughs> well, they don't, they, don't see t- they don't actually say Toy Story. They just say, that thing I saw on Disney Plus is true. Which is kind of... Ah, oh, that makes me feel old. It's kind of like when people are, are saying uh, uh, what Boruto's dad had in yeah, his Yeah, exactly. Own they talk about Naruto as Boruto's dad. So talking about Toy Story is just something that you see on Disney Plus is mm-hmm. ah yeah when you're old enough to have seen it in theaters it feels bad yeah um so both Roboco and her toy have this kind of fight over who's the better Roboco but then they get interrupted by sudden bad weather um threatening Bondo's uh, precious manga that he kept on his desk next to the open window and Roboco reveals that when, whenever something happens to his manga he just shuts down completely yeah. he, he becomes it destroys him which i find understandable mm-hmm. but yeah i wouldn't go this far <laughs> you wouldn't just lay down all day and be dead Eat a little bit just a little bit it's the opposite of healing your six masurira. Yes. It, de- it destroys his root chakra every time his manga gets damaged. <laughs> yes! <laughs> uh, and also at this point, Roboco has shrunken down to tiny size to compare herself closer to toy Roboco. Right, uh, because she can do that. Somehow. <laughs> it's one of her many powers. But she can't save the manga just by growing to full size again because uh, after after changing size, she can't do it again for a while. So they both have to go on a little adventure 
and climb up there and try to shut the window while being small. But they and can't because there's something stuck in the window. So one of the them has to go Robocop. outside. Yeah. She has to sacrifice herself. Robocop! <laughs> what do you know? Falls out the window. That was the one thing she, she was like, I can't fly, but now she can. And that's... Yeah. The line which is another thing, like when she which sacrificed is, herself, which is also a Toy Story reference. Not right. being able to fly, right? <laughs> Hadn't even thought about that. <laughs> yeah, this is great. <laughs> I loved it. Very funny. Yeah, it even had a wholesome ending where Bondo picks up a uh, toy Roboco from outside and says, "Roboco, did you throw this outside?" <laughs> which she, she loves it now he, and is polishing he, it. He knows her so well, she would have done that. Yeah. She, she would absolutely have thrown away the toy because she got <laughs> mad at it. It's one of those things where it might as well have been a dream that she had after she threw it outside in anger. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? But on the other funny. hand, doesn't that mean that from now on they have to, like, they have the possibility of mm -hmm. having her as a small her? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So basically, new character, whole new character introduced. Uh, I think that the considering Toy Roboco as a new character would be very limited in scope, since she said it works by Toy Story rules, and she can only talk when there's no people around. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that not something awesome. that would happen. No, you think? Yeah. Maybe, maybe she will improve the uh, the Roboco centric chapters from now on. They could definitely go on adventures, and it's always yeah. going to be treated as a reminder you can buy this. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, now that they've introduced this, anytime that they get any other toys, like if any other character gets a toy, they're going to be like, bring them in. We'll do another chapter with Toy Roboco and yep. the other toys. <clears throat> ah, he's, he's, he's too clever with selling merch. How did you rate this Always, Also very clever in setting up uh, different new uh, mm -hmm. storylines. Because once he introduced that Bondo shuts down when he... When yeah, it gets used a lot. When it's one of those weeks uh, that uh, Jump isn't out. Mm -hmm. He can always... Like on the double issue chapters. Right. It can always be one of those chapters where they have to prevent Bondo from exposing himself. Yeah put his pants on against his will because he's he became too stupid to dress himself so that instantly becomes a uh, new material once mm. you have one of those chapters where you find out that oh i could do I, I can milk this sometimes it goes too far in milking it and it's like oh, yeah this is repetitive so this is one of those again mm -hmm. this is the setup for different uh roboco team up with mini roboco you're probably chapters. right Anyways, how many points them. did you give it? You, lo you loved it. Yeah, this gets eight points. It's hilarious. It's <gasps> too much for me. So funny. I only yeah. gave it 68 points because okay. um, I it was good, but I I'm mm, kind of I I can appreciate the hustle. <laughs> I respect it. Uh, it's lately. It's getting a little bit too much. Okay, because I was like, this. This is one of my favorite chapters this week. <laughs> it's so funny. 
That's great. And I'm looking forward to hearing what you say about uh, something uh, else that's really funny. <laughs> yes. Yes. There's another chapter that's also very funny. I think it most, might most of this week you... I was like, nah, but there's there's two chapters that are like, this is great. You might not have thought about the implications of the one that I ranked highest. So oh, let's okay. see. Well, we'll get there when we get there. But first mm-hmm. we have something that I know is not going to be the <laughs> what you think is the yeah. best this week. Because it's, yeah, it's just, this isn't the goat. just a Kane Benashi. <laughs> Mm, even They're the Japanese uh, cover isn't making it that much better. Mm. Yeah. I'm missing the the photorealistic uh, um, <laughs> the posterized backgrounds. <laughs> yes, just the black, just the blue is mm-hmm. not enough for me, and I'm well, not getting literally a blue screen. Put whatever you want Akane. back there. Ah, still. Uh, Akane in hot pants isn't enough. Hmm. And teacher in in dungarees is also mm-hmm. not, not enough. enough. That's pretty good. It's okay. Okay. So this is the chapter. Um, this is the chapter Hikaru's in which Isho Arakawa gives Hikaru her rating in the Karakuga Cup Finals, and then her senpai, um, Akane senpais, and her teacher. Go backstage and talk to her about her motivation. Concern, just concerned that she'll be off her game. Yes, um, going on. because f- for some reason, Isho Arakawa gives her a raving review for mm-hmm. um, the story that he previously killed Akane's yeah. father for. He, like, he went on stage, he shot him, and everybody clapped. Yeah, and and. Just because he fucked up the story somehow, even though nobody previously thought he he did. Everyone it bad. thought it was great, and then he's like, everybody no, it thought sucks. it was great. And so she, when she does the same story, and it's also great, he gives her he praises A her good like he's never praised anybody like this. Maybe he's just really sexist. <laughs> I mean, he's like it's fine if a girl does. <laughs> it's possible. I I really have to wonder what mm. his. His motivations. motivations are yeah because even especially the, with the uh-huh the time with Akane's dad that was also televised right so it's not just yeah. because now it's televised and the audience loved it too yeah so like i'm i i have to wonder why we don't see the one of the the four horsemen's mm-hmm. the commentary i it. thought we were gonna get commentary from this other guy yeah he doesn't but then say we just anything. don't <laughs> It's weird. They just skip whatever he's going to say and they go and they show um, Hikaru being happy. Uh, Obviously, he had something to say. Yeah. Yeah, um, he was ready. He was thinking. And then we don't get to see what he says. Yeah, and she doesn't. She doesn't dwell on like if the the other guy had more harsh criticism. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She doesn't de- dwell on it. She just focuses on getting praised for her own performance mm-hmm. by the big issue Arakawa. Yeah. And um, so we have to wonder if what he thought about the thing. And mm-hmm. also how uh, genuine the issue Arakawa Right, because I remember last time, uh, was it Nerizawa I was talking about him? Like, oh, he's, or was it one of the older students? 
I remember no, it somebody. It was okay because I, I remember there was like a discussion last week. Uh, Isho was praising someone, and it's like, oh, he doesn't mean it. Like, whenever yeah. you hear him talking to his students behind the scenes, he's he's incredibly harsh. So yeah, <laughs> he's just putting on a show for the cameras today. Uh, but she doesn't exactly seem to so. consider that. She's like, oh, I got she praise. She doesn't know it. I got praise. She's not in the. She's not in the the Rakugo world. She's right. an outsider. So yeah. that's why she thinks he really meant it. <laughs> then again, like yeah, she's, maybe she's intellectually are... surpassed Usopp, but <laughs> does not know all the background of the the Rakugo world and how harsh the they thing are. is like maybe we are just over analyzing this thing just because there is the mystery of what does he actually like yeah and uh maybe the series doesn't even take it mm, too much into I'm account sure. i'm sure it will because it, it keeps it's always building him up it's like oh he's such a good performer and he's so harsh to everyone else and so why and People don't understand like what he's thinking, so I'm sure it'll it'll lead to something. I hope. Mm -hmm. uh, and they announced that next up is going to be Akane. Um, yeah. And Nerizawa points out that's like you know after these two performances of himself and Hikaru, people love those so much that they're like oh, nothing's going to go higher than this, so we're not yeah, going to pay attention. Yeah. And so everybody, everybody is uh, is satisfied with their meal, and he envisions Akane's jugemu as if she's offering them an egg after udon and and sashimi. Times. Although I was the food analogy made me think of um, what's his face who fought Okatsu, and he always wanted dessert. Ah, yes. Yeah, so maybe Akane will serve up a a beautifully drawn dessert of jugemu. <laughs> next time we'll have to see this is yeah. all under the assumption that all she has to offer is jugemu right and that she doesn't have uh another trick up her sleeve to make jugemu we have to see uh, what the trick up her sleeve is yeah we'll find out but mm -hmm. the analogy was really good then this thing happens which is <laughs> weird so we get a clear shot of the backstage uh, area being mm -hmm. restricted to unauthorized Yeah, but uh, they just go in. People. So, yeah, and there's a staff member who's like, oh, you're a teacher and her student? Sure, sure. come in! Like, anybody could have said that, and it's well, not and true. And also, it's, it's so lie. weird because, like, uh, they pretend that, what's what's this guy's name? This, uh, um, this Maxi. Koguma. Koguma. So they pretend that he's her student. So they let her in. And I'm like, wait a second. It makes more sense if he just tells them who he is for real. Yes. Because he's a member of the Arakawa school. Yes. So <laughs> it'd make more sense if he's like, oh, I also uh, am part of the Arakawa school, but here's my teacher from like normal school. So I'm bringing her yeah. to show her backstage. That would make so, more sense. What's the point of, so of I don't, pretending? Yeah, the subterfuge. And why did they get away pointless. with it? Yeah. It's so weird. It's yeah, it's pointless. Why yeah. why is this here? <laughs> I don't know. It's the like, only it's, it's, a, it's a joke. Of. It's it's there for a joke because they have it so that uh he's not too happy about being seen as her student. 
Yes, that's the only uh, reason I can see. Just to that's make a joke about him being displeased about, like, oh, I might still look like a child. Mm-hmm. That's the only joke, and I don't think that's worth... It wasn't worth I don't, it. I don't think th- that joke is worth opening the draw with all of the Infinity Stones. <laughs> like, oh, they're just paperweights. Look at these paperweights. It's not quite to that level. But yeah, it is, it is pretty nonsensical. Uh, and they're going back there to um, talk to Akane because they're worried like, oh, uh, there was just a performance yeah. that was the same one that your dad did when he was killed. And uh, are, you, are you in the right headspace to go up there and perform yourself? Because you're going to get judged as well yes. by the same guy. Yeah. And she's, she's like, yeah, I'm ready. Uh, <laughs> and they have this image of Isho that's like, every time... He's activating his... <laughs> His uh, <laughs> yeah, domain technique. expansion. <laughs> you laugh, you lose. It's happening. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, every time they imagine him, he looks so evil. <laughs> uh, yeah. So she says, I've seen him perform before. And she, what does she say about him? She says that he's like undeniably a genius. Yeah. At it. Which. Yeah. <sighs> I wish we had also seen that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they teased it a couple times, but then we've never actually seen like his performance drawn out. So. Seeing him in this pose, like it, it's really evocative of what kind of old guy he might play for mm-hmm. a split second and then switch between roles. Ah, yeah. And like you can really see him being in character right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. At the same time, that's it's, just his evil seeping out. It's well that too, but it's it's such a waste to always just allude to it and right, us having to imagine it without yeah. showing it. Show, because, yeah, show don't tell, right? We should see. Yes, exactly. See it's it's on. such a waste. Which is funny because uh, Rakugo as an art form is is uh, very very tell. In terms of what they're doing. Uh, yeah. It's ironic, yeah. So yeah. final page. You know what? The final page is her battle is only just beginning. You're right. This is one of those ah we got cancelled and yeah. uh, just imagine all of the amazing adventures that lie ahead of us. That's right. Akane does this a lot where it's like, oh I guess the series might end on this final cliffhanger mm-hmm. but it's not hopefully we'll get a really good performance next week and we'll yes it. finally the reveal what her jugamu is we've been waiting for months to see what jugamu as words means now we're yes. finally gonna figure out anyways anyway, um how did you like this chapter oh uh, let me check uh, 62. Similar. That's Just a little bit over I'm, Jujutsu. I'm poking the authors saying, come on, get to their performance. Do something. <laughs> Do something. Uh, next manga, we get Elusive Samurai, chapter 71. Sadamu. Ah, this was good. This is, yeah, I really like this chapter too. Um, so, Sadamune just rushes straight in, and it's revealed that. No, he didn't lead his men to counterattack. He just went in on him 
on his own. Yeah, he got so, so mad yeah, that he, he just baited into revealing himself. And he almost kills them, too. Look how strong the arrow is. I it's know. shooting it through an entire log. log. Part. Not any log. It's a log that says God on it. So it's got to be a pretty strong log, right? Yeah. The God log. Yeah, so Sadamune is able to to burst a god log into splinters with his shot, because that's how good he is. Um, and then Tokiyuki is like, guess I'll flee, and he runs away. And everyone else is like, no, stop! If you just his... stayed here, we would have dogpiled Sadamune and won. Yeah, it's his initial reaction to anything. Just yeah, run away. Just run away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he runs, and I'm like, yeah, that that is, like, a much better idea if he just stood there and didn't uh, didn't run from the rest of the group. Yeah. I mean, imagine, like, these guys are all, they're all hype from getting the reveal, right? Yeah. Like, wow. Uh, what's, his, what's his fake name? Cho, uh, Chojumaru. Chojumaru, yeah. Wow, Chojumaru is actually the heir to the... The previous shogun. He's so great. Yeah. And then someone tries then to the... kill him and he just runs away. <laughs> that would look really bad. It would look much better if he like if he dodged around while still up there yes. in front of everyone. And, and then, then his they buddies caught, caught Sadamune. That would have been much and better. That would have been such a victory. It would have been a big victory. But instead he runs and he does defeat Sadamune, but nobody sees it. <laughs> it's like Oh, you you probably just uh, destroyed a bunch of your PR right there. It it is a kind of defeat, but at the same time, mm-hmm. Sadamune gets away. So yeah, yeah. This was neither of them really get a win from it. Yeah, it was a it, like the whole exchange between them was really good. Yeah, but at the same time, the conclusion the is reason- very dissatisfying the because reason it you... happened was also dissatisfying <laughs> just oh i love fleeing so i'm gonna run away from everybody else normally in this kind of situation you would have wanted the payoff of sadamune getting uh the jump on tokiyuki mm-hmm. would be that sadamune gets his just desserts yeah he made the mistake of revealing himself when he, w- he had the upper hand yes and uh, just because Tokiyuki made a mistake, he got away. Yes. It's, the thing is that this is... Uh, the reason that the action in this chapter happens is because at the beginning, both of them are being irrational yes. <laughs> due to their emotions. Because Sadamune yes. is just like, ah, oh, he's, a, he's a hojo, I gotta kill him. And then Tokiyuki is like, I love running away so much. I gotta run away. <laughs> He's loving it. He loves it too He's much. He's loving it so much. Yeah, he needs to. He needs to. He needs to think a bit more before doing stuff like this. But the everybody was looking at it like, oh, look at him. <laughs> He's loving it. He's yeah. thrilled. <laughs> but he shouldn't be. It's not. <laughs> they don't. They don't all think he loves it because this guy's like, did he panic? And then no. he has to be told, no, he's thrilled about it. No one likes fleeing more than him. At least they don't, they don't bring back the talking about how he likes to run naked as a jaybird. At least or too bad they don't. <laughs> too bad they didn't. Too bad they don't. Oh, imagine, imagine if uh, while running away, um, 
Sarumune gets a arrow that grazes him, but it actually it catches part of his clothes and pins it to mm-hmm. a tree and yes. like takes off part of his clothes. So his men see him like partially undressed and they're like, ah, our new leader is that guy who loves running around naked like a jaybird. <laughs> there he goes. I would have wanted that. That would have been funny. You're making a very good case. Back. here. <laughs> if only. What we, it's what we missed here. Um, right. So they kind of do the thing like, uh, so this, this reminds me of, so this might be um, unexpected, but it reminds me of Conan the Barbarian. Huh. Do you remember that movie? The, the Arnie movie. It's one of those Arnie movies I haven't watched yet. Uh, oh, really? Even though I think that's the, the one that the, you know, the, the, the scream of his that everyone makes fun of. Where he goes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's where it comes from. I think that's the first Isn't... movie of his where he does that. Um, uh... Cause I think, I think before that, like they said, your English is so bad. We're going to dub you over with a different actor. Mm. Um, I think that was the first movie where he like, he did his own voice. in it. I'll <laughs> have he, to and people made fun of his, when I watch know. it. Anyway, in that movie. Um, it's on uh, my desk. Yeah, so the the villain in that is James Earl Jones, mm-hmm. and he plays a warlord who starts a cult, and he's killed Arnie's family. Um, and at one point in the movie, they're like confronting each other, and um, James Earl Jones is talking about like how like oh well, the reason you became such a great warrior uh, is because of of me, all the challenges I put in your way. Uh, so in a way, I'm like your teacher. I'm like your father. I'm the huh. reason you are as cool as you are. <laughs> huh. uh, so I'm like, I was reminded of that here. Like, oh, yeah, there's a little bit of that going on, even though um, Sadamune isn't the the main antagonist. He's not the final boss, but he is the guy who uh, Tokiyuki has had the most contact with on the enemy team. Yeah. So it's a, interesting. L- a little bit shades of that. And I think that's an interesting sort of um, of theme to put in stuff of how uh, a lot of times uh, things that are challenges to you that actually like, that hurt you, um, yeah. they play a, a large role in your development and growth. Yeah, it's an, it's an interesting angle. Mm-hmm. And also it's interesting that this idea had, like for... Uh, a villain hero uh, dynamic mm-hmm. that this idea had already been around for so long. Yeah. The only question is that is it really? Uh, would you say that the author thought about Conan or? No, I doubt it. It's probably just you know he thought about. I mean, he Conan has a similar is, theme. Uh, I mean, Army I mean, is yeah. huge in Japan. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe he did. Think Everybody about it. loves him. He's most famous for Commando because oh, yeah. that turned into a meme because yeah. it, it had a completely different dub in Japanese. Oh, really? Yeah. Is the Japanese and everybody, version better? Uh, I don't know, but I know that a lot of people can quote the mm-hmm. movie almost mm. verbatim because it has so many memorable quotes that uh are completely different in Japanese yeah. and are like I mean even in, with... in English it's got loads of of one liners in it that are very quotable. Right, but I think the Japanese dub took it to a different mm-hmm. level. Okay. <laughs> well, if I ever get good at Japanese, I'll have to watch Commando in Japanese to to get the yeah. the real Commando experience. 
whenever I hear about that movie, I mainly think about um, uh, the review of the game Heavy Rain. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that game? I mean, I, I do, but how does it connect to um, In that game, you can get the main uh, dad character to yeah. fall in love with the female reporter character. Yeah. And there's a sex scene in the game. And people are like, oh, that's kind of gratuitous. And then there's a reviewer who compared it negatively to Commando. Because uh, in, in Commando, Arnie's daughter gets kidnapped by the bad guys. Yeah. And he teams up with, uh, I think the lady is a, she's like a flight attendant. Um, but they, they team up to go rescue his daughter. And hmm. in the original script, uh, those two characters had a sex scene. And Arnie said no to it. Because he said, <gasps> that would make my character seem like he's not as focused on saving his daughter. Because he would be taking time out of his mission ah. to have a romance with this other lady. <laughs> ah, so, how thoughtful of him. Yeah, so Arnie actually uh, nixed a love scene on that movie, which is like opposite to a lot of other actors. Who are like, ah, oh, yeah, let me get to touch the actress. Uh, <laughs> Arnie said no, because he's like, that would, that would not fit my character. So people are like, Arnie understands... Um, writing a, a tense story better than David Cage does. I wouldn't say that's uh, a different hur- a difficult hurdle no. to... <laughs> I think it's showing... Think, more, yeah. it was, because it was in a criticism of Heavy Rain, so it's more of people were saying, like, Heavy Rain, the writing level is below Arnie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, nice back to Elusive that. Samurai, you also pointed out um, the way that Tokiyuki beats... Sadamune here, because Sadamune is like rushing after him with a bow and arrow, and Tokiyuki, yeah. I think, he's not even armed at all, is he? Yeah, he's he's carrying a well. He has a short sword, but he doesn't have yes. any. He doesn't have any ranged weapons, so he can't fight. He can't really fight back. Um, he doesn't need to. Yeah, he just, he needs, just to needs to flee. He run fights, away. He fights by fleeing. Uh, it has to be elusive. So I thought it, I thought it was a pretty cool explanation of how he wins is that he rides yeah. to the right side of Sadamune um, to trick him into bank. thinking yeah. that's the thing he tricks him into thinking that he's trying to exploit his weakness but Sadamune is like ha did you forget that I I excel in both styles yeah because yeah, they, they um, talk about how for a, a right handed archer it's much harder to shoot on your right side because you have to reach your left hand over um, yes. And Sad- Sadamune is like, well, jokes on him because I'm ambidextrous. <laughs> I'm really good. Yeah, uh, but Tokyuki didn't forget. In fact, yeah. he was exploiting, he was hoping it would happen because he because figured... he knows he knows that he knows. Sadamune loves doing trick shots. Yeah. So since both of them were doing something that they loved, Tokyuki was like, ah, I can use that to distract him. He was so and focused at shooting at Tokiyuki that he didn't look where he's going. And he just runs into a tree and, and he gets the Luffy eyes. <laughs> yeah. Like Kaido, he hits a tree so hard his eyes are literally bugging out of his head. Uh, and he falls over. And I was I was seeing this panel and I was thinking like at full speed on a horse, if you hit your head against a tree branch like that, aren't you just 
dead? <laughs> like, I mean, I guess he's got a helmet. No, he doesn't even have a helmet, does he? Yeah, he's, he's not, he's he's not wearing a helmet, helmet here. Uh, yeah, so he should just be dead. <laughs> Falling off the horse is uh, usually an extreme think injury. Of the, think of the thing. whiplash from that. Getting clotheslined by a, a branch. Right. Hard so enough solid. that the branch breaks. Is it broken? Look at that. The, ba- the branch is totally breaking. It's splintering right there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's... He's, yeah. Uh... he's so dead. He's at least got a concussion from that. He's, he's, so he, uh, he could he's take him out now. Yeah. At that point, I, I thought that it was going to be like... Um, like yeah, I, I thought he was just going to kill him right there. But the big ear guy good. shows up to save him. Would have been really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it would have been like yeah, it would have been an amazing victory for his side too to take out um, three of the leaders of the enemy side in quick succession. Unfortunately, uh, the red guy shows up and is like, "Dude, we got to bail. Oh, we got to get it's... out of here." And uh, Tokiyuki just lets him. Yeah, he looks. He looks down at them. He's like higher up on the riverbank. And he looks down and he's like, "I'm gonna take the throne back." He just announces to them what he already announced to everybody <laughs> last week. Uh, I yeah, guess that kind of m- makes this chapter also one of those uh, season finishing episodes yeah. where. Like if you map it out, like how you want the anime to, uh, yeah, you're right. Proceed. Yeah, this could be the end of the season, the season finale. Keep fleeing, Tokiyuki, even until next season. I'll get you. No, this this final panel mm-hmm. really belongs in uh, a school book about cinema. <laughs> uh, yeah. This panel should be taught in film studies. <laughs> so how did you like it? Um, this was... I liked it. It was good. It was it was making use of all of the stuff that we want mm-hmm. out of Elusive yeah. Samurai. Yuki wow. evading attacks, him getting excited and sweating and panning. Except for uh, my suggestion that they, they missed out on. Well, yeah, that's why it doesn't get full points, but <laughs> I, I gave it 70 points because Same. I liked what was happening, and I liked um, Saramune getting I like how he defeats him without, without actually directly fighting, just yeah, with the and environment. Finding and it, a way to do that mm-hmm. is exactly what I want of, out of Elusive Samurai. One thing I, I do like about this series is it's one of those where... Um, the good guys are able to defeat the bad guys while the bad guys are still seeming to be very skilled themselves. Right. So I feel like sometimes when a good guy just, like, in a lot of stuff that is magic, a good guy will pull out a power and defeat <laughs> a bad guy in a way that you're like, yes. oh, so I, I guess it was just nothing to them, uh, which we'll see in the next chapter we're covering. Um, but in, oh, no. in this, it's like, uh, you know, every time that there's a a battle and the good guys will pull it out and beat the bad guys but it'll still be like oh that was difficult because i could tell that the bad guys like they they had something they they were uh they were doing a good job on their side as well because here it's like you know right. you see sodomine is so strong of an archer they can you know destroy a a log 
and that uh, he's he's able to shoot on both sides, and which apparently is uh, a disadvantage for most mounted archers. But he's overcome that, and then Tokiyuki still al- wins. It's also really good um, to not just make him the eye guy. Yeah, that's he right. He started off with this very characteristic big eyes and mm-hmm. he has really good eyesight but that turned into him being also extremely good at archery yes and him taking a lot of pride at being a good archer and also him uh, forming an army that's excelling at archery yeah i think that all of that just from him being the eye guy is a really good development mm-hmm. like it, it escalates in like oh he's not just the eye guy way. he's right yeah. Yeah. He uses his talents to good, you know, to a way to uh, make himself and his army stronger. Right. Yeah. Going on. That's good. Yeah. Another action series that's <laughs> not as good. It's uh, Aliens. Aliens area. Itty, itty. Itty, itty. Uh, I'm not saying it's an area, but it's alien. If it were, <laughs> if it were an area, it'd be an aliens area. Because uh, the Japanese yeah, the, one with the, more text. Japanese doesn't even make it that much better. I yeah. really dislike how aliens area's coloring style is so monochrome. It's very flat, that... I'd say. I think the first chapter, the intro chapter, I like the cover page on it. Mm. I mean, it characters. was interesting. Yeah, for a change. Um, since then, I don't want to see this all of the time. I know it's I've I've not been not enough. I've not been that interested in it. So <sighs> this chapter is called Equipment Two, mm-hmm. and what happens is, uh, so last time the assassin was showing off his equipment. He's like, "Oh, I got a guided beam. I have a lightsaber." I'm going to kill you guys. And uh, this time Sharaku is like, oh, I've got repulsion magic. That gravity. It's, and and it's, I got it's weird because limit. like the one that he showed before was gravity, right? Yeah. 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 So uh, this is like not too different, really. <laughs> you think? Uh, well, because if, if you can con- control gravity, can't you just like make things float that way? Um. Mm, hmm. Sure, I guess. Yeah. So I think like, I think mm-hmm. the difference is that previously he was only shown to use uh, on well use gravity. Mm-hmm. Previously, he was shown to only negate gravity on himself, but okay. now he's using gravity into different directions other than down. So, okay. I would say it's a related. Mm-hmm. power but it's um like it, it fits i would i wouldn't say it's a bad fit i mm-hmm. wouldn't say it's too far thing is, or it's, something like that it's almost the sort of thing that it's um it's the same power but applied to different things the first one is um is basically gravity repulsion applied to himself and the second was gravity repulsion applied to things around him in the right. yeah, in a broader sense. Yeah. Uh yeah, so he activates this and he just absolutely kicks the alien's ass. 
He's doing a thing that I've seen recently a lot, and I really hate it. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, that's what happened in the fight between Saitama and Garo. Yeah, they just turned into to flashing lines. It um, happened but... with uh, the three-way fight between Saitama and Flashy Flash against Garo. Yes, but also this. And then they all did it again. Recently, in Elusive Samurai with the Tengu. Mm-hmm. Ah. And I'm pretty sure there is some more where the cool thing that somebody is doing is I'm going to dart around the mm-hmm. whole area and you won't be able to keep and up. And we criticize with my Bellamy movement. for doing that. <laughs> and now yes. it's become so popular. I don't like it, especially now that he's doing the, like in the next panel where he's doing his multi directional attack. Mm hmm. Mm, it's really it looks really bad this is is the sort of thing that um, it's a way of showing fighting without actually having to show the fighting yes and I I don't like that I'm like oh why don't you show what they're doing it's also very unrealistic that somebody would be able to move to such an extent that you wouldn't be able to keep up with them because right. you have to be so extremely fast that it's almost comically that yeah, you exactly right. I mean, yeah. in I, I would say one of the first ones that I've done this in, in at least in my memory Dragon is Ball. Dragon Ball, yeah, where eventually people got so fast that you can't keep up with it. But at the same time, Dragon Ball started out as a gag action series mm-hmm. so it kind of makes Robo-Ko sense for... going to get to that point? <laughs> since mm-hmm. roboco is a battle manga now thankfully she's not <laughs> i'm pretty sure the roboco author is extremely aware mm-hmm. of right. um comedy series becoming battle series and that's a bad thing mm-hmm because at, at the yeah. very least... Instead of switching to ha- battle, he switched to, to merchandising. <laughs> if he hadn't figured that out all of his, uh, all of it on, on his own, mm-hmm. uh, Bak- he has definitely read Bakuman, and Bakuman mm-hmm. pointing it out is uh, like peak of, if you don't know this, then you are probably aren't a jump fan at all. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so this scene, bad... And, and the assassin um, pulls out a last ditch attack, and it try to kill doesn't the princess. matter because Tatsumi uh, blocks it. Like, he really blocks easily. it, and also the, the alien gets such an undignified finishing <laughs> applied on him. It's it's yeah. uh, it's very unsatisfying. It's uh, I I feel bad for the cool these like relatively cool designed alien when he first appeared we're like oh there's actually like an enemy that doesn't look super lame yeah and, and now like, he does oh again. actually now he does <laughs> so this is this is the opposite of the fight in elusive samurai because in this right uh the bad guy is is not presented as being anywhere near the skill level of the good guy who's just turning on his second power and then completely dominating him. It's like, yeah. And he got hyped up as the strongest. Yeah, they literally say the strongest. Yeah, the octopus says he is number one. 
So I'm like, oh, so I guess uh, Sharaku is stronger than the the best assassin yeah. in outer space. Kind of, mm, kind of yeah. weird because previously Chap- when they were doing the giant mandible alien, mm-hmm. he was treating Sharaku as if he wasn't right, like he's trash. He's trash, and like, admittedly, I would say the mandible alien wasn't entirely incorrect because Sharaku uh, not being able to, like, push through some idiot alien's block. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's, I mean, if he was a big deal, he should be able to, like, hand-to-hand combat this mandible alien guy. yeah. In a Seems much like more he's only way. super super when he starts busting out the extra equipment, right? Anyways, this was very anyway. dissatisfying. Then the reveal that dark uh, whatever is going on with Tatsumi's hand is that's dark cells, and what are dark cells? Oh, we don't know. No what, one knows what they are, <laughs> so that's why we just slapped the. Um, the the word dark in front of it because so matter and dark energy are just words that we use because for we things don't we don't understand. understand. And that kind of ties it together with these concepts, but at the same time, it's lampshining that I have no idea what I'm going to do with this. Remember, remember how I told you about how um, when Makima brings back the previous uh, fiends. Yes. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. fight Denji. She's yeah. like, they're not like zombies. The thing that they are used to have a name, but you ate it. I was like, oh, that's such a good good way to excuse yeah. when you can't come well, up with a good. name for something. This is the opposite. <laughs> this is you can't come yeah. up with a name for something. It's like, yeah, they don't know in universe either. There's no reason. They just don't know. <laughs> yeah. Very it's unsatisfying. Sad. And we also learned that, remember, um, before we had been comparing the scars on Tatsumi and Sharaku's yeah. heads, so we're like, "Oh, maybe they both have an implant." And then I thought Sharaku said that he didn't, and but now he's he like, "Actually, I do. I got implanted with dark matter too." Maybe he just kept quiet about it because nobody's supposed to know about it. Maybe that's how dark it is. Not even <laughs> Do you know what that about. means? That means that Sharaku doesn't just have his three extremely powerful. Yeah, he's got three devices. equipment and a superpower that he hasn't shown us yet. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> he's the main character essentially. Well, the thing is, like, uh, this is what chapter seven. Um, yeah. and so in seven chapters, we got introduced to Tatsumi as if he's the main character. Uh, he has had one fight. Um, sure. Where he's yeah. actually hit an enemy. Right. And then another time where someone's like, show me your stuff. Uh, and then he, his hand did things on his own. Yes. And then Sharaku has like had four fights <laughs> where he actually shows off mm-hmm. his equipment. So, yeah, Sharaku is the main character. This page is their fight is only just beginning. Literally, yeah. <laughs> And uh, the thing if, is, if it, I was in charge, I would end mm-hmm. it here. Yeah, same. Remember a few weeks ago in uh, Doran Doraran, where Dora and Kusanagi were watching the sunset from the top of the building? Yes. And how good we thought that that page was? 
it was well drawn. This is just a weaker version of that. Yeah. It's not as good. Because I'm like, because... I don't I I don't know these characters as well as I, I feel like we've gotten to know Dora and Kusanagi. And right. the sunset is not is not as well drawn. Uh and they're, and they're not... doing the cliche of like uh, investigators, like yeah. cops, standing uh, on top of a building after a fight, uh, after a after a case. an investigation where they didn't do any investigating at all. They stumbled <laughs> and... into the situation completely on accident, beat up an assassin, and then said, "Okay, see you later" to the people that they saved. Right? It's yeah. like because I thought. Uh, when they started saying about, oh, this this uh, girl is an alien princess and the octopus is her butler. My expectation is she's going to join the party and they're going to have to be on an extended assignment being her protective Basically, team. the whole Mandalorian season is yeah, that's not about him gonna be. doing bounties, but about protecting the child. Right. I thought it was going to turn into that, but uh, actually not. They're just like, okay, that mission's over. She's Next. still going to stick around. They are going to fill the entire apartment complex with different aliens that they've ah, saved. You're right. Yeah, they're all going to be his neighbors. Well, yep. they can all go to school with his siblings because they also. look about as, <laughs> as, as much of humans as they do. How did you um, rate this one? 45 points. This yeah. was... Uh, yeah. Yeah, let's say let's say five. I was not excited at all. It's ah, one that's of those, very generous of you. It's one of those things. that's like it's not actively bad, like some things are. But I'm just like yeah. it's it's it's, uh, it's also not low good. Mid. Low mid. <laughs> low yeah. Low mid. Less than oh, nice. Below mid. Below it's not mid. even mid. It's, yeah. Like it's not bad, but it's also not even mid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. it's the sort of thing where it's like, I'm not going to say that I, I hate it, but I'm also not going to recommend it to anybody. It's like... And isn't that the worst kind yeah. of rating? It, not good enough to to be good and not bad enough to be hilarious to re recommend right. to people like, oh, look at this train wreck. Have you seen the movie um, Animal House? No, there's a okay because there's a line from that. It's about um, these college kids who are in the the worst um, fraternity, uh -huh. and there's one part where they're they're like talking about how they they might get their like fraternity college official status revoked and they like <gasps> lose their house, and um, they're they're talking about how to save it. And one of them is trying to encourage the other brothers, and he's saying, "Oh, our fraternity has." A long history of existing. Okay. It's like, oh, I can't say that we have a long history of of doing anything good because <laughs> ah. all we've done is exist. And I'm like, yeah, there's there's series like this where the best I can say for it is it exists. It yeah. Next, yes. though, we got something that Next, does manga. more than just exist. Which watch? This is my favorite. This one was great. This I'd say I that uh, I liked this week. Roboco and Witch Watch were the good chapters. Everything else, nah, not really caring about it. But this one was really funny. So this is one of those chapters where the 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 main character is just not in it. No more this time Barely at all. 
Yeah. Nico is barely Nico. No, Moy is the main character. It's called Witch Watch, not Witch. It's about the guy who watches the witch. <laughs> Fine. So this is the chapter in which Miharu makes a new friend at school. It's very cute. And um, it starts off with him being uh, very sluggish because he's uh, he hasn't had a sip Moy. of Moy's energy. He, yeah. in... It explains it every morning because Moy has so much energy. He's the one that Miharu um, sucks from Always. every morning. Yeah. Uh, but Moy was, was out this morning, so Miharu um, didn't get to have his morning suck. And, and do you remember when Miharu got introduced as the new vampire mm-hmm. crewmate who... Yeah gets to hang out with him. All of the other boys were like, yeah, we, we will help you out. We are very viral. What's, what's the word? Viral. Viral. Um, full useful energy. Yes, and now he's like, ah, that's too bad. Moy is gone. I'll just take your energy, Kanji. And he's like, nuh <laughs> When did I mind. say that I would let you do that? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it is different! Bring up the recording! <laughs> Um, it's it's funny how Miharu just starts taking the sip, uh-huh. and and she's like, "You didn't even ask." And then he's like, calmly, Rude. "Like, I need some energy, please." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's such he's such a little shit. He is. And Kanshi immediately goes into his kansai kind of like money's everything mm-hmm. personality, where he tries pay to pay him and. Uh, Miharu isn't going to have any of that. He's like, no, I'm going it. to, I'm going to tell Moy that you are being mean to me. <laughs> and it's, and it's, it's, a perfect, Moy. it's the perfect counter. It's so good. It's... <laughs> this is one of those things he's... that is such a good explanation of both characters' personalities. Yes. Ah, oh, it's so good. It's it's the perfect yes characterization. <laughs> it's the crystallization. If you if you need character interaction that has both with very distinct personalities this is it this is how yeah, you do it because definitely. because kanchi immediately goes like no he, he, <laughs> he wanted his, to get paid he his wanted smart it. plan immediately backfires which is so on brand for him and all of the other kids in in the room are like ah, <laughs> ah. oh my god there he goes again so uh, we get to see one of the normal days of Miharu. Yeah, in school, Miharu's and school life. He's going he, to go and get the JCC ball now. He also uh, has a scene where he interrupts some bullies who are trying yeah, to extort. There's some three guys shaking down another guy. guy. And then, since he interrupted the scene, the student council president of his school, because just like as a reminder, I was like, wait, student council president? Um, <laughs> This is a different school. He's going to um, a middle school while everybody else is already in high school. Ah, and his student one. council president, although he looks really old, is mm-hmm. it's a different person. That's that's hmm. all I, I wanted to say. And um, that's uh, like aside from from the rest of the the next plot. Yeah, this is just it's like here, this guy exists, and and it... keep it keep him in mind, but. Not now, because then we get the characterization of how Miharu acts how Miharu at school. Has been at school. Living. He has he 
didn't really know how to act because now he has like previously he was very sheltered and he didn't get to interact with other kids because there was always the danger of him mm -hmm. sucking them dry right so that's, that's why he was always with his family and uh, uh only relying on his dad for energy but it also but now means that he's, that he's developed the... a uh, a very aloof persona to right. keep all his uh peers at arm's length because he's, right. he's like i don't want to accidentally get too close to them and suck right them. so, so when that's he... why he's acting like this but unfortunately for him acting like that made him seem really cool <laughs> so they all well, want because he's also be around he, he's him. the kind of prince uh mm -hmm. yeah uh, pretty boy uh, type yeah this is what all of the girls i'm i'm being told in japan love <laughs> they, they really want the the pretty doll kind of boyfriend and mm -hmm. He's mm, he's not having any of it because yeah. uh we'll we'll <laughs> see what happens in, in in the rest of the chapter. But it's really funny how he he talks about himself like ah, I wasn't sure how to present myself now that I kinda don't have the problem of sucking people dry, but I mm -hmm. kinda overdid it with the rose and, and stuff when I introduced and now myself. They think that I'm and that's character. <laughs> because at school He's like I'm. I'm basically the prince, the teacher's pet kind of like uh, person. But at home, I get to be the spoiled little brother. Yeah, and that's really funny. At least I think that's really funny. It is. Um. So people talk about some kind of delinquent uh, going wild at school and mask. breaking stuff and. Then the other bullies show up again and threaten him, and then the black mask actually shows up. And it was—I was expecting black mask to be somebody with like a corona mask, but it's actually—that's <laughs> what I thought. Because uh, I think the um, the image that the other students had was yeah, of did. the bully guys who all wear black uh, surgical masks. So I thought, oh, yes. it's probably those guys. The turn but it turns out someone in a, a black luchador mask. mask. And that person turns out yeah. was oh, the student council so president when, all along. Yeah. He accidentally touches him. They are not just power. touching, they're doing the erotic like fingers entangled hand holding thing, which is kinda of like, like this is code for for more. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is for people when they see this, they sometimes censor it as a joke. Oh really? Yeah, this I mean, it, it's a joke. But this a, is... a thin book is going to be prepared because of Yes, a book is going to become thin. So um, then there's a reveal. It was the student council president, and he reveals that it may sound crazy, but I actually, I'm actually a descendant of Dr. Jekyll from Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, <laughs> which kind of exists somehow. And yeah, as a book for their universe, but then also as reality. <laughs> Kind of weird, but let's I mean, just roll you know, with it. We've already had so many Tengu and werewolves and stuff. So. Yeah, we've had the 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 rest of the Universal Monster roster already. Yeah. We're missing a um, we're missing a mummy, but <laughs> like with the oh, way how things are hey, going. Where, where is um, the Going Merry in in uh, Japan? They have a Going Merry at a theme park, right? Yeah, is that at Universal Studios? Maybe. Okay. I don't no, know. Like, if Universal Studios gets like Shonen Jump stuff at it, <laughs> they can just 
they could sell Witch Watch merch with all the, uh, ah. the classic monsters. They don't have a mummy yet, though. Yet. Um, if a mummy gets introduced, I'm going to be very happy because that <laughs> is probably going to be like sexy Egyptian cat girl kind of <laughs> vibes. It'll be like all the fan arts of, um, what's her name? Anka? Yes. From Animal It's going to be that, that are, but are in, not in uh, canonical shaped. <laughs> Looking forward to it. At least that's my expectation. It might as well mm. just be another dude. Another but dude. <laughs> let's see what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, either way, by the way, um, if you if you check the name of the student council president, his name is Louis Fujiki. Mm-hmm. But like you have to rearrange it because this is for the uh, English language release. Uh-huh. You have to read it like Fujiki Dui. Oh, so there's okay, if you like, drop the fu, then it's yeah. Jikiru. Like Jekyll. I yes. get it. It's a pun name. That's the pun. Uh, he starts talking about how. Oh wait, this is this panel. This page. Mm-hmm. This is Miharu going like everybody has secrets. Shadow looking at him like. Gaze at him. This is like this is first they have the the lewd hand holding, and then they have and he's eyes. looking at him like he's the giving him the eyes. bedroom eyes like everybody has secrets you know, <laughs> and and he's looking at him and he's looking back like mm, you know what I mean. Um, they still they talk about how monsters are real. I like this part. Research. This part reminded me of um, when. In the the elongation chapters, yeah, when they were talking about uh, um, yokai existing, the kids were talking about yokai. Yeah, and then the guys run past looking like yokai, and their student council president was like, "Oh, we must have looked like yokai to them." Yeah, and I everybody else is a yokai, and now we get that again, and this guy's like. I heard there's even people who are like ogre and tengus and witches and vampires. Yes, sounds rumors. Too true. <laughs> he heard the same rumors as those kids that they ran past in the previous chapter. It was the kids who started the rumor. But it's really funny how he uh, references this. Yeah, this exactly all of the main characters. characters. <laughs> and Miharu's oh. like, uh, actually, they're tr- that's true. And, and I'm they all the live with me. <laughs> um, and then they come to understand each other and, and they have a little form relationship. a mutually beneficial relationship where they send each other a text. How it's like cryptic I, I messages. Need, I need a sip, and then they meet in the in in the schoolyard and look at each other, don't say anything, and just go into a secret corner and do their thing. <laughs> this is... This uh, a book is going to get so thin. Yeah. <laughs> this very is, much for that. I've, I've read stories where they do this, and they don't suck energy, I tell you <sighs> what. They do suck energy in a different way. But yeah, I thought, I thought this is really funny. <laughs> Because uh, we've already had, I, th- I feel like this 
manga, it already has the secret relationship going on with Keigo and Nemu. Yes. And now with Miharu and this guy. Yeah. Head stuff is they're doesn't covering, have that. They're covering no both angles. Yeah. Yes. It's the one thing that that we needed. We needed the the scummy little prince, um, um, dominating the cool and collected uh, uh um Student class representative type. Yeah. That's the one thing that we needed, and just Same you wait until the Uron Mirage girls find out about this. They're at a different school, aren't they? Ah, that's true. Hmm. Maybe they'll find out about it. Do they know Miharu? Mm, yes. Okay. I didn't remember if they've had uh, met in any chapters before. I'm the 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 what's her name? The girl mm-hmm. from the girl and teacher duo. Yeah. She was present at the end of the elongation ah, story, okay. right? Yeah. So she's because Nico has two friends. One of them is the Dojinchi artist, and the mm-hmm. other one is Kaya, who has the paper thing now. Right, the Shichi. origami. Yes, that was a good chapter too. And and they were present when she was doing the elongation thing. Mm-hmm. So she yeah. knows Miharu because Miharu also got transformed in in the end of that. Right. So how did you write this one? Because you said this was the best to you. I loved it. It's. It's so full of like secret, <laughs> hidden uh, uh, nuggets for those who know. So, for people who have been to Comic yes, on the second day, that is 20 years vets, just like me. Wow. So, uh, how did you like it? I liked it a lot. I, I'd say I'd give it an 8. Um, I didn't laugh quite as much as I did in Roboco, but it was it was really fun. It's a, it's a different kind of laugh. <laughs> your, your heart is laughing. It's not laughing out loud, but it's, it's more, it's deeper. It's a uh, smile it's of a, satisfaction. It's a joy like that can be felt with the whole body. Hmm. Not just the head, but the heart as well. <laughs> Going on, tell me about um, PPPPPP. This was bad. This was Aww. 30 points. So, Wait, do you are remember... we now only going to have bad <laughs> manga left? Uh, yes. So... Well, maybe. This, do you remember Reijiro's sad story from the past where he was like, oh, I used to have a friend, but he betrayed nope. me because. So, that was this child who mm-hmm. turns out to be the secret piano player from youtube okay um the secret uh, secret the the sad past was that um he, this was his only friend mm-hmm. and he wasn't as good as Rejiro. and one time Rejiro had a competition where he also participated and Rejiro wanted him to win Mm-hmm. So he made a mistake on purpose. Ah, and his friend was like, wow, I, I finally did it. And then his dad came came up to him and uh, slapped him and was like, why did you lose on purpose? <laughs> and that's when this dude uh, noticed that, ah, shit, he was just looking down on me, which yeah. isn't true. But he, he saw it that way. 
So that's why on one of the next occasions, uh, he shoved him into a closet and mm -hmm. so that he wouldn't miss uh, his his next competition. And mm. after that, he got banished from the piano world and now he's returned. But With the thing is, the thing is, you would expect him to to have like this kind of villainous motivation, but actually mm -hmm. it's the complete opposite. So, <laughs> first of all, we, we get the reveal that it's him, right? Right. Reveal number uh, one. immediately recognizes him. Then we get to see how he plays, which mm -hmm. is, uh, compared to everybody else, not very good. Mm. He's playing Pomp and Circumstance, which they're like, oh, it's a march, which is perfect for him because his uh, play style is how he arranges the music so that everything is in perfect order and everybody can follow the march uh, and it's depicted as if all of the notes are in uh, arranged in a three-dimensional space uh -oh. all perfectly one after another <laughs> and that's super lame compared to what everybody else was Everyone being, else was, getting, like, has been shown be <laughs> yes <laughs> Compared to the Otogamis who can create complete hallucinations, this mm -hmm. is uh, so mundane. Yeah. Um, then we get one more uh, flashback to when Reijiro got slapped because his big brother, well, big brother, Fanta was present and <laughs> he uh, looked at the whole situation was like, well, it doesn't really matter if you are shit. It's just interesting to have mm -hmm. this kind of way. This would this would make for great business opportunities. Right. So him getting banished from the piano world didn't mean anything to Fanta. He just reintroduces him to have this really cool fight between uh, Rejiro and Fanta. Uh, sorry, uh, Rejiro and and uh, Rin, mm -hmm. Rin, and then it get, uh, we get to see his motivation for challenging Reijiro because he's like this is my final moment in the piano world after this oh. I'm actually done he's with retiring. it he's retiring and I'm only playing here right now so that you can beat me fair and square <laughs> because last time we played against right, each other you lost, on purpose. you lost on purpose and I won and now this time I want to play normally and you beat me with your genius playing mm -hmm. because he knows he's no matter. And it's, it's like you don't you don't have to do this. Yeah, he's just you already a know that Rejiro. Yeah, so like he could, might as well just lose on purpose mm -hmm. this time. Ah, oh, but it wouldn't. Uh, it's, it wouldn't it's really be real weird. that way. <laughs> the, the, oh, currently, this, the stakes are that the stakes are that Fanta wants to beat Lucky. Mm -hmm. in a piano competition to make him lose motivation to mm -hmm. play piano, right? So right now it has to be, it has to, you always need the danger of Fanta ex like completely dominating right. Lucky and his crew. And you don't get this when one of the members on Fanta's crew is like, I want to lose on purpose. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind it of does kind of it kind of resolves the whole situation with Reijiro. Once again, we, going against what I praised in uh, Elusive Samurai, when you have an enemy that isn't isn't uh, at peak performance, so it doesn't seem like 
you know, as much of a challenge that could be for the heroes. No, it's it's worse because this is uh, Rin's peak performance. But oh, what I mean by that is, is uh, it's not at the same level. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. That's it. He's he's not a he's not a credible threat to them. Yes, and it only serves as a resolution to a situation that already had a resolution. Mm -hmm. So this gets 30 points out of me. Oof. Not great. Going on. Let's I see if the next one work. gets more points than that. Yes. Because I think it will, because it's, it's so sukoi. Yeah. Super smartphone. Sukoi. Chapter 11. First owner contact. Yeah, so uh, we get to see Imura on his way to catch pseudonym. And mm hmm I, I liked his plan. That was, it's uh, very interesting for um, the villains to be like, you know, they're thinking as hard as the good guy is, but they're also like not above dirty tricks. So he's got a literal gang <laughs> with him. The thing is, all of this hinges on the assumption that uh, pseudonym would try to meet with Moura. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, well, they have an ulterior purpose as well, right? What do you mean? I think uh, when he talks to Zenichiro, then they talk about how um, if it looks like Moura is going to get taken by the police, just kill him. The thing is, Moura starts out as bait either way. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he's bait so the bait is supposed to lure pseudonym out. Mm -hmm. But this only works if you know that pseudonym wouldn't immediately tell the police what Mura is doing. And considering that Mura is a petty thief, mm -hmm. the likelihood of pseudonym just telling the police this is like catch this guy um is extremely high. Mm-hmm. So leaving Mora out in the open is mostly a liability. Mm -hmm. It's it's only real bait for pseudonym if you kind of think that pseudonym would realistically try to meet or catch uh. Mora, which you can't you can't make this assumption after everything that's happened. And sure enough, Zenichiro immediately gets. That, like finds out that pseudonym has already contacted the police and calls mm -hmm. off the operation. Uh, but like the whole situation of them waiting for pseudonym to show up is from the start. It's it it doesn't make sense. Mm. They are lucky that uh, that Q actually tries to catch Mura. Mm -hmm, and that in he person. goes into the, the general vicinity of the thing. But that's only after Q has already contacted the police. So they right. how how do they know that pseudonym would try to find Mura without the police? How do they how can they make sure to how's that a thing that mm. how's that even an option? This shouldn't be on their radar. Mm -hmm. This is on the same level as Q leaving his bike and making a police report and Zenichiro not noticing that because he thinks 
Q is a, a pseudonym is smarter than to right. leave any leave evidence behind. <laughs> Q is kind of an, an idiot in that regard. Yeah. He was but, lucky. And I also don't see why he would even have to face Mora before the police catches him. Mm. How, why would that be necessary? To get That's to something that I... Police? But why? Why would he have to find Mura before the police? Hmm. Because if the police gets Mura, yeah, that would give him Seomizu's trust. That's true. So, I don't. The only reason why Q is going to find find Mura is because uh, he thinks he's a good guy, mm-hmm. which. He's not really. <laughs> Which also isn't true. So, um, I don't. I don't think any of this was necessary. Mm-hmm. You think this is an extraneous chapter? Mm, I mean, all of these circumstances are kind of luck based. Mm-hmm. None mm. of this was necessary. None of this would have happened if everybody was on like light and L. Yeah. levels of smarts. Well, I guess why that's why this is not <laughs> is not as popular as that became. Um yeah. what I was just gonna point out though, I liked that um when Imura is out with his boys, mm-hmm. then he talks about how he's made sure to uh take off the tags of all their clothes. <laughs> so there's no yeah. written information on anybody that could be searched by a super smartphone. Those are the kind of musings that you would need to spell out for the reader who has all of the information what a super smartphone can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, yeah, to have this kind of death squad. Mm-hmm. If you want to do that, you need this and you have to spell it out for the guardians. Yeah. I like, I like that part too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for whatever reason, whether it makes sense or not, Q does decide that he needs to go and contact Mura um, before the police catch him or Imura catches him. Yes. Uh, but he himself gets caught <laughs> because yes. Mura is, uh, is a very strong guy. <laughs> He's strong and fast, but also he's extremely stupid. And yeah. for some reason, Q sees this as some kind of smart, even though that's not true. No, <laughs> because like it's the it's the one instantly assumes that he's pseudonym, and it's correct. Yes, it's correct because that's the only information that Mura has. So he, since he's stupid, that's the only thing he would uh, think right. of. He isn't because I mean, for all he knows. Uh... Uh, Q could be that other smartphone guy who we've seen but haven't learned the name of. We as the audience have seen him, but other than um, No one else knows about him, I don't think. Yeah, nobody else knows about him. So Moura, as of now, only knows that Zenichiro, Imura, he himself, and Pseudonym have right. a smartphone. So if somebody says, oh, here, I'm a smartphone holder who's, who tried to find you, then obviously right. he would he say, "Oh, are pseudonym. you pseudonym?" Yeah. <laughs> that's, and Q I mean, is like, that's... "Oh, he's right," but it's completely on accident. He didn't Q do any reasoning like... there. 
Hugh is like, wow, in a split second, he made the, he made the connection that, uh, that I might be a pseudonym. He, uh, eliminated all of the other possibilities, well, he just wasn't which is not it. true. <laughs> he was just not thinking about it. This is just like all of the information he had. So he mm -hmm. was like, oh, that must mean you're probably a pseudonym. And then Q he does a psychic attack on Mora <laughs> that is so strong, where he shows because him his so-called friends line chats. He has to do it because Mura is so stupid that he doesn't want to make a decision himself. Mm -hmm. He immediately tries to tell Zenichiro, which is the, right. the nuclear option. That's the worst thing he could have done. And Q immediately has to defuse the situation by like destroying Mura's uh Mm -hmm. I don't know. Destroy his, his ego. His ego. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. And it it's it's good that he had this trump card. Uh, well, because that was one of the things that he just found out incidentally when he was looking into Mura's right. identity, right? He was like, oh, he's right. got these friends who are just total assholes, like, bleeding him for money. So then he just, he's like, look up their, their wine chat. And it's something that it's... Um, Surprising that he never thought to do himself. Uh, I guess he was just that that uh, simple-minded. He assumed, oh, my yeah. friends are my friends. I'm not going to worry yeah. about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he knows uh, I'm just, I'm just a little bit all think he's cringe. <laughs> that's the worst. Like, this, him doing, like, that's the face you see, you make when, when that face when people tell you you're cringe. Yeah. This is the am I am I really cringe face? He still hasn't killed the the part of himself that cringes. That cringes, that's right. Uh, I just think this whole situation situation was completely avoidable and mm -hmm. unnecessary, and uh, Q getting into the situation was kind of stupid. And Imura was just extremely lucky that Q kind of fell for it. Even mm -hmm. though he knew it was a bait, and even though the the whole operation was called off, right? Well, it looks like they're going to team up at least temporarily. So I guess but you know that, what that means. What that means Mura gets to be part of the uh, good guy. And that means they're going like to have to do he, a redemption for him. <laughs> He's just been a he piece gets, of shit yes. so far. He gets redemption. He sticks around and. Uh, he becomes a main character. Mm, that's bad because um, the thing yes. is, his dumb <laughs> friends are correct that he's cringe. Yes. So like, I don't want him to become a major character. <laughs> Same. Uh, well, we'll see what happens. Hope. My hope is that uh, Q convinces him that he's on a bad path and that using the smartphone is leading him to be worse. And then he's like, "Give me your smartphone." It convinces him to give him his smartphone. And then he gets a bunch uh, of points, and Mora gets written out of the story, and we all win. That would be good. Yeah, that would be good. That that would be what I would hope for. So, how did you like this chapter overall? Overall, sixty-four. Okay, I would agree with that. Say around a six. It's uh, I really liked the introduction of Imura's hit squad because it's like, yeah, that's how you would do it. Uh, and then I just I, um, it was just like not super loving the team up so i'm like yeah, yeah hopefully they they team up very shortly and then uh write them out so hopefully we'll 
next manga, something that um... world premiere. Yeah, an Earth Child chapter that doesn't get zero points for <laughs> Earth Child twenty one. So this is titled Mission Accomplished. Risk is Salada, and I was looking at this at the title. I was like, oh, so it's over, right? <laughs> this is yeah. the final chapter. Well, but it says to be continued. <laughs> No, don't continue it. That's bad. Yeah. But the good is that this stupid story arc is over. Over. It's finally done. I I think three weeks ago, I was like, oh, thank God, this this space arc is over. I'm so happy. And then it wasn't. (laughs) But now it it is, for real. Um, Kept you waiting. Yeah. So, uh, Kareri has been shielding the space station crew from the meteor shower. Mm-hmm. And then Mamoru wakes up, and uh, he somehow has a psychic connection with his mom now. And uh, yeah, because the mom is now together with Reisuke. Yeah, oh yeah, because so that Reisuke means is a power booster for them. Amplifier. Yeah, so he uh, is able to guide the space capsule and take them through the atmosphere and land right at <laughs> right at where the parents are. Yes. They, right. have a, they have a happy ending until uh, he instantly shoots a, a huge blast at mom. <laughs> yeah, because they <laughs> taught him wrong as a joke. Yeah. Uh, that's the problem of having superpowered baby. Well, that's the problem of teaching the superpowered baby to shoot a blast of energy against his mother when right. he sees it. Yeah, uh, what were you saying when they taught that? Like, maybe, maybe they could have had. A better way and specified the rock shoot this rock <laughs> rather than saying that yeah. rock is your mother shoot your mother especially since they had the the ability to have 3d uh like if they have yeah, a whole they have a vr thing yeah so <laughs> it's totally <pointless>. at the very <sighs> least it's uh, like, reminding us oh, of all the bad parts <laughs> but at, at the very least it's it's the logical conclusion of oh we accidentally taught yes, this yeah. stupid child to do this and now Even it's they doing make it, it a joke, in real yeah then they it's, make it at joke least at least they remembered it and, and now they the realize baby that it's dumb the baby gets over it because the mom looks scary mm-hmm. afterwards <laughs> and then they're going to the take baby, a picture and it has a war flashback. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at him being like frozen in this weird pose. Right. And everything else around him disappears and you only see like scenes from like flashbacks mm-hmm. copy pasted from previous uh, chapters. This could have been something else. This 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 is what you do when somebody has PTSD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and all the explosions and Vietnam helicopters flying overhead yeah. are are behind him. Uh anyways, Baby, baby, speak. Mama, papa, love. <laughs> and they're they're and... so excited. I remember some other reviewers pointed out that um, previously when uh, Kareri thought that Reisuke was dying, she's like, oh, no, I wanted to be together with you and hear Mamoru's first words. And like in that chapter, Mamoru in, is in space and he watched them descending and, and said, Mama. <laughs> well, he was... <laughs> In a separate location, so they actually missed his his first words. His very first words. So this is now his first words that are witnessed by his parents, and the the dumb astronaut is just going to have to be like, yeah, he, he didn't say anything on the spaceship. 
Yeah, you heard his first words. Totally. Uh, yeah, so end of space arc confirmed because the ending is a uh, flash forward six years. We get elementary schooler Mamaru. And so I, I uh, after, after this, I was like, yeah, it's over. It's the end of it. Now we can get a yes. different, we can get a different series in its spot. It was like, now no, he finally uh, gets to play Elden Ring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let Hideo Shinkai play Elden Ring. But no, um, it's, it says to be continued. So the title is, is Earth Child, but like with this double page spread, it's like Earth versus Child. <laughs> right? So now like Mamaru is in <laughs> elementary school and he's going to have to kill Earth Chan. And that's, that's the story that's, now. And I'm like, okay, so... Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's so weird that not only does this mean that Reisuke told mm -hmm. them what he experienced yeah, that's right. while He's dying. like, oh, by the way, uh, I was I'm in the waiting room for death and I met someone <laughs> there. <laughs> and he's like, we know, now we know who's responsible for the suffering of all of the Earth's children. Yeah. Now we're, it's our job to set things right. right. Which means like... We have to pollute as much as we can. Slow <laughs> step in the ocean. <laughs> All of this plastic. Yeah, it's all Earth's fault. <laughs> get her. <laughs> like, how do you how do you turn? This is um, I mean, I it's true with everything that has been established so far. If you pretend that Earth has a consciousness mm -hmm. and came up with this this, this dumb uh, dumb plan that does make Earth kind of like a villain, yeah, in a way. Um, but at the same time, you can't take on the whole planet. Yeah, you can't do it. At, like it's nonsense. For one thing, if if well, the for the main stopped, thing is you got, beat the planet. You got, your, you got your powers from her. <laughs> yeah, and you can't defeat the planet. Right. Because well, I mean, Darth Vader defeated the planet. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that uh, Mamoru is going to want to do that. The the only way forward is either like a peaceful stalemate. Mm -hmm. Like we're not going. Like we're not going to do the future that you predicted would be happening. Yeah. Right. That's what. She, like that's her main concern of having two earth children even mm -hmm. though that shouldn't even you know it doesn't make sense concern her. like it, it doesn't make sense and it shouldn't concern her because if the two ch earth children were to fight one of them yeah. would come out uh right. as the winner or well, or make a new one <laughs> she makes a new one yeah. So it doesn't really matter and bring back like bring back dinosaur earth child that's what i want from this series like why next chapter would, be like by the way 40 mil million years ago child, why would she care about any of this and why would they like pick a fight with her yeah the only way to to somehow get to her is like i don't know like you have to be in a state of almost dying and then she's like oh hello welcome earth child you have to fight You're her about to get deleted yeah. and you can't do we that can't do you anything. can't fight it's, her yeah. <sighs> the series has always been a bit nonsense and they're like teasing more a, nonsense you can't pick a fight with her 
Yeah. Doesn't it doesn't work? All you can do is live your life and protect the earth. That's right. That's what you're supposed to do, and and that's you... it's so weird because that that's like the heroic thing, right? Yes. But then in this, it's like, oh, by the way, the earth is um, it's kind of evil. So <laughs> it's bad. Like the best it. thing you could do is like, okay, Reiske has kind of like impressed her with his tenacity. Mm-hmm. If they, yeah, if they ended it here and had had Mamoru instead of saying I'm going to set things straight, saying I'm going to protect the earth, and then they don't make it as if Reiske has told everyone, and then they show the image of Earthchan up there, and then thinking her thinking something like, oh, because of this family's tenacity. I'm going to change the system for Earth yes. children. That yes. would be a good ending. And then like change this little part at the corner that says to be continued and make it say the end instead. Yeah. Then I would be fine. happy with this chapter. Uh, only just starting. Yeah. Their Earth I'm is giving it, just beginning. I'm giving it five points. <laughs> just because the stupid thing is finally over. <laughs> And because there's nothing new introduced that's shitting on everything that happened before. That happened before. Yeah, so I I went the other way of hating it more. Because uh, at the beginning, I was like, it's over. They ended it. They've actually ended it. And I saw the little to be continued. And I was like, hmm. The thing is, if it had ended, if they were canceling it, we would have known uh, beforehand because yeah, of the news sites mm-hmm. going like, "Oh, and it was announced that announcement was two chapter. chapters or something yeah. like that." Yeah, we would have known. So I was I was prepared for it not being over yet, mm-hmm. even though I wished for it. Yeah. Someday, someday it will end. <laughs> going on. Oh, something sure. else that feels like it's. Coming to a conclusion. Mm-hmm. Doran. Doran. So we get a reveal. I think it's going to traitor. be over soon. Yeah. So this, it was this him all along. like months ago, right? Oh, yeah. And, and now it's like... Uh, it yeah, this even guy made is a traitor. It look like him. And I was... I didn't uh, entertain the, uh, the suspicion you that it was my too obvious. <laughs> It would have been too obvious because, like, we only had four characters, four named characters, yes. and one of them being the traitor immediately would have been like, "Ah, oh, you can't do that. It has to yeah. be somebody else. It has to be the captain, right? Because we didn't know him yet, and he mm-hmm. was mysterious. But him being the traitor immediately is so stupid. So not only it's like, oh, well, that's that guy was the most obvious choice for who the traitor is, mm-hmm. but also. Their being a traitor has been built up for several chapters. Right. Uh, and then they, they end it in one chapter. They reveal, oh, he's been mind-controlled by a Mononoke. Yes. And so it's like, because before, what... there was a little bit of interest being in that, oh, what could motivate a human to join the cause of the Mononoke? Since the, the bad Mononoke, they're like, we just want to kill humans. That's, mm-hmm. that's their whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, what would motivate someone to join them? And here's like, oh, well, it's he's just possessed. He's just possessed. Um, it gets worse. Yeah, it gets worse because 
uh, he's like uh, Dora is trying to call out to Kobayakawa and mm-hmm. going like, "No, you have to wake up!" And he's making fun of him like, "Ah, he's he's completely gone. He can't yeah. hear you." And then a small tear trickles out of his eye, and that shows him like, "Oh, he, he's still he, not in only there. is he in he's, there, he can he's conscious. He's, being he's conscious, and he can do a little bit right." This tear yeah. shows that he has like. A really, really small part of him yeah. is in control of the body, which means this, narratively, this gi- should give you the reader the idea that oh, if you get possessed by the Futaguchi, mm-hmm. that means he's not in full control. You are still there as a consciousness, mm-hmm. and you can still do a little bit. Right. So if you are, like, if you have completely. L- mental fortitude of of somebody like Dora, for instance, Mm -hmm. maybe the the solution would be to, in order to save this guy, it would be like offering yourself, like, look at me, I'm super Ah, powerful. I'm I'm so strong, you would probably want me over this, uh, like, small fry dude, right? Dora should have offered himself because, like, he he sees... his mind. Exactly. He sees the tear. He would make the connection. Oh, that he, what he's saying, what Futakuchi is saying is completely wrong. When he's inside you, you can still do something. Mm-hmm. And he should have the confidence and the, like, the, the self-sacrificial nature to go like, I'm going to save this guy, mm-hmm. even, though, even though we barely know him. But let's pretend this is like his pretend best friend. friends. <laughs> Let's pretend we he, they're friends. He should have the self-sacrificial nature of going in like, you can have me, and mm. him thinking to himself, I can beat him inside my own mind. Yeah. And then doing that, yeah. that would have been so much better what they did Which is just in this chapter. I'll cut him with the <laughs> only the, the part of the sword that goes Doron. <laughs> And it'll only hurt the Mononoke and not the person. It's so stupid. Like it's it, like, like, oh, I guess you could do that. I didn't think you could do that. It's such an ass pull. Yeah. With with all of this setup, right? It was ripe for whatever it's, I just explained. I know. I I wasn't even thinking of hypotheticals like that of how it could be core. I was just reading this, being like, oh, it ended. <laughs> <laughs> they finished that uh, long built up uh, subplot so quickly and easily it's like yeah even without thinking of hypotheticals it was very disappointing there was no payoff to this because yeah. you barely know what he as a traitor did to mm-hmm. the villain's cause yeah yeah it doesn't really all he he, he kind of says like oh I've been spilling his samurai secrets and killing his friends but we don't know what all that means and mm-hmm. imagine imagine if uh itadori fights ghetto and just hits him really hard in the head and like kills <laughs> kenjaku and they win uh, it's so uh, anticlimactic extremely hmm. big sigh i was very disappointed by this plot development mm-hmm. because it's such a waste. It yeah, 
all of the pages that remain after this encounter mm -hmm. could have been used in order to settle right, this in a much this, more satisfying the, way. Yeah, it, it could have been a whole chapter of the possession fight, but they cut and it, it short so made, much. It, it would have made Dora look so good mm -hmm. as a hero. Would have made him look much better than when they tried to make him look good by having him give away his hard-earned dorayaki <laughs> to those yeah. kids. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the, so the rest of the the chapter gets wasted on having basically another roll call for the humanoid Mononoke that mm -hmm. we've already seen. Uh, the only mm -hmm. new information we get is uh, their team name. They're called... Well, they Phantom came up with Command. that. Look at, like... The skeleton dude, which who, by the way, they made him look a lot less cool. Since last he time. hasn't regenerated his arm, even know, though he ate all of the samurai after after eating. Because uh, they they talk about Kita has so much power, right? You yes. Think that after eating his power, he would have regenerated, but he didn't. Yes. And somehow, from this front view, he looks a lot less cool than than when we first. Do saw you him. remember the why. guy who had these tentacle-like protrusions out of? Uh, yeah, out he of regenerated back? so fast. He regenerated the entire half of his body in an Instantly, instant. Yeah, not the tentacles. And the though. Uh, well, who cares about those? But the point is that why can't the skeleton regenerate question. his arm after eating a bunch of samurai? Especially considering that um, it seems like this team is supposed to be stronger than the previous group of humanoid Mononoke, yes. right? Yes. So, yeah, it seems inconsistent. Uh, I feel like the only point was the author trying to make him look more unique when he already had the best design in the, in the series. Yes. I think all the other enemies look really dumb. Uh, yeah, should have just, it would have looked cool to have one uh, side with the kimono sleeve and the other side is just a bare skeleton arm. That would have been cool. That would have uh, been okay. Instead, we get the... Missing arm for no reason. And we got Look Tatsumi's brother the... up here. He's so stupid. The guy below, the, yeah. the panda-eyed guy, mm -hmm. he's looking at this when, when the skeleton's like, you're the phantom man. He's like, Real he's looking we? at it like, what? what? I, like, oh, we never I agreed did. to that. <laughs> I didn't vote for phantom command. <laughs> he's so not into it. What's yeah. the point of, of him... Going like that's the final panel, even. Mm -hmm. What the point of, of him being at the very edge of like next chapter, something's happening? He's going mm -hmm. like, um, really? <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of dumb. So, how did you rate this chapter? I was, I was very disappointed with it. Uh, 10. Wow, that's really well. It's extremely low because yeah. it's such a. It was so. It would have been so easy to make this make really it great, good, yeah. and, cool and then and he decided to make it the opposite of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, disappointing all around. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I was quite as disappointed as you. I said four. It's not a total waste of paper, but I'm pretty disappointed. I probably didn't put it as low as you simply because I never have had that high hopes for the series anyway. So my disappointment can't yeah. get too low. While on Earth Child, I went lower than you because uh, I, I had become hopeful from the first pages oh. of the ending. <laughs> and then it wasn't. Anyway, um, what, do we, what do we got left? 
got uh, we got left that it's a one this, shot yeah Mount. did you read it i didn't read it no i didn't get okay. to read it i like the colors it's very nice looking that's the thing the author slash artist are mm -hmm. really competent yeah it looks great and this has such a nice summary feel mm -hmm. yeah the problem okay. is if if you've read Fantasier, it's uh extremely bland. It's uh it's like the art is really good. It mm -hmm. stands out how good the artwork is, but yeah. the designs are bland and it's one of those stereotypical I'm the dude who can see ghosts uh. and I'm exercising them kind of deal. And it has like one I think one girl who gets involved in like oh oops there's a ghost i'm almost getting eaten this dude shows up he's exercising the ghost now she's part of the main character crew even though she's just the she's stand in for the audience like right. oh i don't know what this is and he has to explain stuff to her right then you need a protagonist who can be like the audience and ask questions yes. for the world and We've had this kind of stuff with like uh, Mushio to Roji, you mm. know, blah blah blah. The, do you remember that Mushio no, and Roji? It's almost exactly the same, except the art style is uh, very unpleasant. Mm -hmm. The main character is somewhere between like asshole and goblin. <laughs> Terrible. Is that by the He's... same author? No, no, no. That's okay. somebody completely different, and. The author for that is at least extremely horny and always showing off like bouncing boobs. Mm -hmm. um, it's got that going for it. Yeah. Uh, he, I remember one time he had a one shot where I, I forgot what it was about, but mm -hmm. there was like this explorer girl who was trying to find Bigfoot and then Bigfoot mm -hmm. showed up and it even had the shadow of its giant dong. <laughs> Floating oh, no. over her after it ripped off her clothes, and <laughs> wait in jump? Like, no way! In yeah, 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 yeah. No and, way! <laughs> yes, and and I was so shocked how unhinged he became once it was mm -hmm. just a one shot that he didn't have to like. It doesn't <laughs> didn't it, worry it's about being continued. Yes. Uh. So, um. I would I would allow this dude to just draw ludes, but yeah. everything else I find extremely unpleasant. The mm. art style is not good, and the characters he's coming up with are also annoying slash obnoxious. As you send him to a different a different kind of publication, not in Shonen yes. Jump. Yes, and mm. uh, basically, Phantom Seer is that without the ugly without the art horniness. style. <laughs> With the horniness uh, probably hidden. Ah, okay. There well, is. But are you, are you going to read the baseball one when you're if, able to? If I got the chance to, I I will. But okay. uh, Jump Plus hasn't made the effort of making of letting it us yeah. see it. So Anything that's why I'm not going about? out of my way to do it. Right. Yes. Go one page. Oh, the uh, the toys that were teased yes. at the, on the cover. There's yes, Sakamoto um, and some Hero Academias. Almost everything on this page is completely irrelevant, but <sighs> zoom in. Zoom in Dude. on the next page. Oh, the next page. Oh, it's yes. Luffy. Zoom in, and now we're enhanced. <laughs> That's as far as it goes. Yes. I've, I've used my CSI uh, 
secret technique to make you see that we've got official um These Nika are the official Lu- colors for Nico Luffy then. Yes. Nice. You're getting wow. the, the hottest the hottest info on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, even his clothes changed colors. His clothes change colors and his eye color hmm. is uh, I don't know, is it red or brown? It looks it looks brown here. Is that what it normal is? Mm. I don't even remember, to be honest. Normally it doesn't have an eye color. It's just black. Yeah. Yeah. So this is hot new info dropped world premiere. Nice. Everyone go get your Nico Luffy's to Hang out with your metal Robocos. <laughs> well, any other news? That's it for or? today. That's it for today. All right. Well, until I did next read time. the I did read the author comments, but all oh, okay. of them, Nothing or rather, good. none of them have any substantial okay. information other than I tried hmm. this new food, or I'm watching this radio. Sh- uh, I'm listening to this radio. They're all show. being like the so order in, in Sakamoto days, just trying different snacks. Yeah. Yeah. Or well, may, one of them, one of them said, "Oh, since uh, it's gotten so hot mm-hmm. over summer, I haven't been outside of the house." Oh. Uh, which means I always get to experience the perfect temperature of my <laughs> air condition, uh. but at the same time, I'm missing out on uh, suffering in the heat, which has its own merit. Mm. Does it? <laughs> I think that was Witch Watch author. Okay, he misses suffering in the heat, huh? You need to experience it to know that it's summer. You need yeah. to, you, 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 like, if you can't, you can't rem- have a rem- true joy unless you've known suffering. No, you have to, you have summer. to have the true heart of a mangaka who always wants to know what certain experiences are. You need Gotta to go have out the drive. Taste all the spiders to... out in the summer sun. Yes, you must want to know what the spider tastes, even if it's gross and you know it's going to be gross. You have to want to experience it. And that's the same kind of motivation behind I want to experience the sweltering heat of mm. uh, Japan in July, even though it's going to kill me. I must know it. On that note, <laughs> it's still summer here, so everyone go out and, and experience that. Yes. The, the suffering. And Get one over on the Witch Watch author. We'll be here indoors. (laughs) See you next time. Bye. Bye.